All right. And we are live. The last word with Lord Cognito and Ivantis and Ty Guy Travis. Fresh on that Thursday evening campfire, gentlemen. How are we doing? Start with Ivantis himself, lead developer in the middle, high resolution character <laughs> in the middle. Boss fight E. For those of Boss you guys that are e. getting the audio version of this, they're talking about the video version. We are live on YouTube. So if you guys do catch this on Spotify, on iTunes for one, drop us a like if you enjoy the show, but come check out the video. There's usually some interesting facial expressions that tend to happen. But yeah, apparently I'm sitting in the middle of these two. So I'm like, you know, kind of playing referee. They also have dark shirts on and I got the light shirt. So I'm like, yeah. ref right now. Your, your white shirt makes you look like you're bigger. And yes. you look like, like a threatening boss with big arms. And I'm like, I'm like, you're not like two spies. A blow up. I look like I have a small head and a blow up suit on right now. Like the big suit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I was good. I was thinking that. I was thinking that. You said it, but I was, right, I was thinking I'll thin up. I'll thin up. No. Um, What's going on? Man? No, just um, had a pretty quiet New Year's with my wife. Didn't really go anywhere. Uh, we watched the Harry Potter 20th anniversary thing on HBO the next day just to kind of go back through that world. So, Harry I mean, I've, I've watched those movies like cycled through them every few years. We'll go through all of them. But that was pretty good. Um, but in the last few days and trying to figure out what to start the new year, I've actually been playing Inscription. A game Ooh. I never thought I would play because so I liked uh, there's another podcast to listen to is play, watch, listen. It's Alana Pierce, Travis uh, or looking Travis at Travis and saying it. Yeah, you know, it's Mike Bithel, Austin Wintry. And then oh, who's the vo main voice actor I'm forgetting here? <sighs> Last of Us voice actor, big guy. Uh, I don't know. Oh, that guy. Uh, starts with a T. Yeah, uh, I know. That's why I said Travis. Uh, Troy Baker. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Troy yeah, Baker. Right. Yes. Troy Baker. So it's all Tra four of them. And they always like, yeah. they'll title the episode one thing and they always fall off on tangents. It's just always kind of cool to hear their different histories and stuff that they've had. Um, but she had actually been raving about Inscription, but really never got to talk about it that much. And then I saw it keep kind of popping up in places on um, Game of the Year list. And I was like, what is this game? It was, IG, it was on IGN's list. Yeah, yeah. and it was like... Sov, Sov raves about it. Yeah. yeah, and I was like... And I look at it, I'm like, it looks like this weird old... And it's Devolver Digital, so you know they got their kind of stylistic Ooh. stuff. Um, and it's this weird, creepy card game. And, and the way Alana basically described it was, like, it's a card game until it's not. And I'm like, what does that mean? And then you start playing, and I'm like... And I don't do, like, deck building card... This is not, like, my genre of game, like, at all. Like, I've heard people play, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! And, like, you know, do people... At this point, we people... talk. Yeah, people do Pokemon cards just to see if they get a good one, but they don't play that. I mean, I played Magic the Gathering years ago, a little bit. Like, when I was younger, I gathered some cards, played a little bit, but it's been forever. So I'm getting this thing. I'm like, okay, first you kind of understand the mechanics, and you're going through, and it's just basically a card game. Mm. You'll go through, and... You know, the first time you go through, you're probably not going to win. And then mm -hmm. your next round, and this won't be too much of a spoiler. Basically, it's mm -hmm. going to say you can stand up from the table. And that's all I'm going to say. And I'm like, OK. OK. okay. And then it just kind of goes. And then last night, those who were watching me on stream, this thing took a hard like left U-turn. It went such a weird direction. Everybody like there was one of the guys in chat was like, I have to go to sleep, but I cannot peel my eyes from the screen. It is so, so weird. Yeah, Teddy, calm down. Yu-Gi-Oh! is not here in the discussion tonight because yeah, I am clueless yeah. about that. You need Addicts. to go talk to oh, Drewski. I know everything about Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Allow mm -hmm. me to speak about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like, so I got to another part, basically. I got 
I got to another section and it has taken an interesting turn. So I will a game that I didn't think I was going to start playing. And I was like, I'll just see if this like sticks because there's like I bought some other stuff on Steam for the Steam sale. I I actually kind of want to see where this one goes. And I did not okay. think this was going to be a game for me and like cards, deck, but not like Gwent and other stuff in games. Mm-hmm. I could ca- probably care less. But like Bro, for some reason, I'm this is you. like weirdly. And yeah, yeah. Nathan was there last night. I remember that he was like. He got four hours of sleep. He's like, last night was insane. It was, and I don't want to spoil it because you, if you get there and you don't hear about it before you get there, you're going, I'm sorry, what's happening? That's, I don't know. <laughs> so I know I'm being extremely vague and not helpful to anyone, but no, that's fine. if you see this game and it has any intrigue to you at all, stick with it because it actually seems like it's going some cool places. That's all I'll say. Um, but that's been outside of destiny grinding and other stuff going on um that's kind of been my start of the new year for my first game but yeah finished up a couple before the end of the year but we talked about those but yeah that's my new one for 2022 amongst my giant backlog travis what about you what have you been doing catching up on yeah destiny taking a break yeah so i um no i I've, i've been playing some destiny uh my big project is that before february 22nd comes around I have to get the catalyst for the forerunner pistol, right? Um, and that means I have to do five dares a day until February 22nd. <laughs> so I have an alarm. I have a daily alarm that oh reminds me to log into Destiny and play five dares. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that 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 is actually starting today or tomorrow. Um, but I, I have to, there's certain things I have to get done. Mm-hmm. And usually I don't care as much. But with this one, I care because a major expansion is going to come out when I'm not going to have time to do this. Yep. Right? It, yeah. Th- yeah. Whatever, whatever other per- whatever way they give to, to give that catalyst, I'm not going to have time to do it if I don't do it now. So I need to do mm-hmm. it now. So that's on my destiny checklist. Everything else is done. I did the damn dawning. I got all the cookies baked. Did and that you shit. bake that, your cookies? Yeah, did I you really, bake I really hated it this year. It was like especially <laughs> obnoxious. Um, but yeah, I got that done over the break. And then I, on the very last day of the year, I completed my goal of beating every game that got nominated for Game Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I saw you playing Psychonauts 2. Literally. Was that one of your last Psychonauts ones? Psychonauts 2, I the rolled credits on it, 100% completion of that game on Ooh. New Year's Eve. Like, it was wow. like six hours before the New Year. Wow. Wow. Nice. So, yeah, I was happy about that. But I actually, um, I ended up having enough time because... Uh, a lot of games didn't get nominated. I ended up having a, enough time to actually go back and play Psychonauts 1, and I 100%ed that I game saw you, right yeah, before I played Psychonauts too. 2. Wow. Yeah, and that game, it was unbelievable, because that game came out almost 20 years ago. Yeah. It was in 2005, I think, the original Xbox. Yep. And um, what's crazy is that with the, with the Xbox backwards compatibility, Mm-hmm. The frame rate runs like crazy. The all of the old textures have been sort of like smoothed over, so it's really not that bad. bad like if you were yeah. playing it on an old Xbox, I feel like it would hurt you. But yeah. playing it on the Xbox Series, I was playing it on Series S because I wasn't at my house. I was on my portable Xbox. Salute. But playing it on the Series S, like it, it felt like not that old of a game. And then mm. when I jumped into Psychonauts Two, the first thing I noticed was how little they've changed. Psychonauts Two. Mm. is almost identical to Psychonauts 1 philosophically. Like, it's crazy how little they change. Like, it's it's really insane. Um, but yeah, I really like that game. Um, 
I liked uh, Forgotten City. I liked a bunch of other nice. games I ended up catching up on. Um, but yeah, I, I played all of the games of consequence that came out last year, uh, which I'm very happy about. And uh, now I'm off to the races. I got my first three reviews assigned to me Damn. for IGN. Ooh. Yep. Right now I'm reviewing a game called Wind Jammers 2 that is mm-hmm. a sequel to a 1994 SNES game. So Wind Jammers. So okay, random funny thing. Um, yeah, when we went on a cur- we went on a cruise. I don't know four or five years ago when that was actually a reasonable thing to do. Um, <laughs> not right now. Not now. Uh, there was it was there was like the dining hall that you'd have for like your two dining times, like you know your five thirty and eight o'clock, and then there was like mm-hmm. the cafe that was open most of the day. Mm-hmm. And like you'd go in the dining hall, and people would dress reasonably and not like complete flip flops and garbage. Then you would go into the cafe, and it would be who knows what tank tops, whatever, like just a complete mess of people in there in the cruise ship. And it was mm-hmm. the Windjammers Cafe. So it was always ah! like a joke when we were like joking around that you'd be like going to. It's like all oh, those Windjammers or something. It was like a weird joking, <laughs> like <laughs> derogatory word that we had for just like trashy people. Just like the Windjammer just just our way. The Windjammers, yeah, low, low class, class, whatever, yeah. So it's just yeah. like when you said Windjammers, I was so, like, that's the only thing that comes into my head. Yep. Yeah. So I actually missed Windjammers one. I was I was five years old when that game came out, so I guess that's not terribly surprising that I missed it. Um, but yeah, I didn't play that game. But when I found out I was reviewing it, I went back and I bought When Jammers won for this for the Switch, um, the old game, and I played through that entire game. And uh, it's actually pretty fun. It's basically like um, like Pong, right? Okay. Like you're throwing a frisbee back and forth, and it's on kind of like a tennis court, and you're trying to bounce it off the walls and get it behind the person that's guarding their their uh their goal and and so it's it's kind of like playing air hockey actually is yes. what it really reminds yeah. me of video I got game it now. air hockey okay um yeah and windjammers 2 basically just takes that formula and they add a bunch of crazy powers and other stuff where you can do like crazy moves and you can like spike it on people and um you know it's kind of like an over the top um mm. game of air hockey um and i'm liking it so far cool um, and then i'm also i also found out i'm reviewing crossfire x oh that's my next review there you go i want to know about that yeah so i'll be doing wanna... that on february 10 and then come february 22nd i will be reviewing destiny 2 the witch queen hey. so that's my th- first three reviews uh for the Let's year go. Uh, nice. that i'm working on so nice times Great so list, how long sir. so i was like i know you did uh was it beyond light that you reviewed was that was yeah, that you? Yeah. I've reviewed every Destiny DLC since Shadowkeep. Okay. okay. Uh, so yeah. you did Shadowkeep and Beyond Light both for expansions? Correct. Yep. Nice. Um, so I'm curious, how long hours-wise would you say it takes for... Do you expect something like a Crossfire review versus, say, obviously like a live service Destiny review? What is the difference in hours that it takes between say those two because crossfire is that's the, yeah. the campaign part mostly yeah i think i'm reviewing both i think it'll be online oh, and nice. campaign. Okay. but usually nice. if, if it's like a game where you're just going in and doing pvp matches like halo infinite multiplayer yeah. ign's rule is that is that generally speaking you have to have played at least 10 hours of the online portion mm-hmm. so and then for the campaign you always have to complete the campaign so gotcha. the thing I've learned about reviews at IGN is that mm-hmm. there is absolutely no consistency with how long a review is going to take. Like, mm. Some games like Genshin Impact, I played 120 hours in a, in a wow. week. Like I was wow. just playing that game 
every second of like the every day minute you were awake jesus yeah basically basically i think i slept like three hour nights because i was i was really trying to get that review done because it was a fantastic game and nobody was talking about it and i was just mm-hmm. like i need to like finish this as quickly as possible um and then other times i'll get a review like Windjammers 2 is kind of an example of this where like i played it and after five hours i'd beaten the campaign with every character and i was like okay i i feel like i'm kind of ready to start writing already um so it kind of just depends but destiny reviews typically take a week and a half of me playing every day Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's definitely similar more similar to genshin impact than to uh other reviews live service games take an extraordinary amount of time yeah and the bad thing is that you also can't um you can't play it in advance, which is really yeah, right. Exactly. It was the same. It was the same problem with Genshin Impact, where I was playing it when the game was already out. But with Destiny, mm. I'll be playing it along with the rest of you guys. Mm. And typically, I don't start writing my review until I've played the raid. So yep. assuming mm. that we follow kind of the history, the protocol and it takes a week ten days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I will be playing Destiny every day, every hour of every day for the first ten days that it's out, and then. After I'm done with the raid, assuming that all the content that is expected is done, I just go heads down into writing the review and doing the video and all that stuff and then get my review out the door as quickly as possible. I don't typically do a review in progress. Some people do that, but for Destiny, I just don't find it super useful uh, for me to write a review in progress because I'm just telling everybody what they already know if they're playing it and if they're not playing it they can wait a couple extra days for the raid to be out and that sort of stuff so i respect that um i don't i don't typically do review in progress but yeah uh i'm i'm very excited about all three of these reviews Mm -hmm. starting off with something that's a little shorter and then crossfire is probably going to be meaty and then destiny is going to make me wish i was never born so So what are your previous scores on shadow keep and beyond light so both of those reviews were written let me check Actually, I don't think that's true. So my first review was written when we were on a 100-point scale with IGN, which was terrible, by the way. 100-point scale is, like, completely useless. Like, like what's, different? what's the difference between, like, yeah, what's the difference between, like, a 7.8 and a 7.7? Like, how is that helpful to the reader to know yeah. uh, that? So I, I actually, I'm a huge supporter of the 10-point scale because I think it makes sense. Like, a 7 and 8 is very clear what the difference is. We have words that associate with those. Mm-hmm. Um but my review of Shadowkeep, I think, was a seven point eight, okay. which is at IGN is a seven is a good is good. If we were on a ten point scale, I would have removed the point eight and just made it a seven. Okay. And then I think um, you get I think Beyond Light was basically the same. Same. It was yeah. kind of around the same. It, it might have been an eight, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it wasn't. I've I've never given a Destiny review score higher than than that. It's like around a seven or an eight. Okay. So. Which, let's be yeah. honest, that's like mostly what Destiny content is, right? It's usually like good <laughs> or great, but it's very rare that it's like amazing. Like, I, I probably would have given Forsaken a nine, okay. uh, Taken King a nine. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I didn't review those ones. Yeah. That is fair. Um, yeah, for, for me. Yeah, so. what, yeah, what have you been doing? <laughs> um, yeah, what do you guys, what do what you guys are you doing, think? Mr. You're gonna, Meta? If you were reviewing Destiny, what do you think, what do you think uh, the uh, Witch Queen will score for you? We're going to get into that, man. I, I was like, put a yeah. pin in that because I want that yeah, actually to be a discussion. That. That, yeah. yeah, that's a okay, good discussion. Okay. Right. Yeah, that, we, we definitely got to do that next. Um, For me, game-wise, obviously, like E was talking about, um, I, I've, I've been indoctrinated with the, with the quest, so I've been really getting my feet wet. But I have to admit, like you were talking about, E, with this card stuff, this game called Demio, I am like 
thoroughly addicted. It is I don't like know this one. So basically, Beans? it's like it's a VR game. Yeah, it's it's, D- cool. it's oh. Dungeons and Dragons meets Diablo meets like XCOM a little bit. And like I, I'm gonna be real with you, like okay. I'm not uh, a Dungeons and Dragons guy. Like I've never played. I got friends that play it at a hardcore. Let me tell you, man, this game is fine. <laughs> this game is amazing. Like I am thoroughly addicted. You can manipulate the board. You have the the, the, the traditional tropes. You know the the knight, the the thief, the mage. You know that kind of stuff. They got a new character class, but it's so good that what I like about it is that. It is very challenging. You really have to work with your teammates and and everything counts. And then the other thing about it, it's kind of funny because it's like you actually are manipulating the pieces like chess pieces on a board and you're moving them over two spaces and do it. And that part you're doing your virtual reality and like kind of maneuvering the board. It is really impressive. Okay, I have so- to admit like. Yeah, so yeah. the VR space is basically like you would be sitting over the table. You could it's turn the table over a table. Yeah. And, and then, then you can I, reach in and grab and move. Yeah. And grab okay. pieces. And, and then like the background is like somebody's basement in the in the 80s. And it, it, it's hilarious. It, it's like you're playing Dungeons and Dragons in someone's basement. But it's really, really cool. But um, so I've been rocking that. And then it's doing so well. It's like it was like rated uh, VR is like one of the VR's top games of 2021. And they're coming out with a Steam version in April. Nice. They're gonna have full crossplay. I already have the Steam version. So. Oh, 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 you. you know. I think it, I think it's out because I I have it. I haven't I haven't turned it on yet, but I have full okay. Steam version. It, I didn't even know if it was out, but I just know for a f- this game is amazing. So I've been blazing that. I'm playing a lot of that. Um, as far as uh, like uh, Travis was saying with Infinite. The Tenrai event came back, so you know the ninja got to get his samurai stuff on. Hell they yeah. actually added cosmetics. They actually added bounties every day that contribute to the special event. So salute to 343 for doing that. I've been rocking that. And then for Destiny, it's just been a lot of homework. So got my obviously got the galley. Got shout out to DJ. He's in the um he's in he's in the chat right now. We rocked out. We did a grasp. I want I got to get my cat right now. My homework is getting my catalyst done. I got to get Galley Catalyst done. I got to do what you're doing. Try. I got to get my Forerunner Catalyst. And um, I got Arbalest. You got yeah, the Arbalest Catalyst? I got Arbalest Catalyst to drop. So Arby. I got to work with it. Arby, Arby is, looks strong, like, bro. Oh, no. Arby is like, I don't want to take it off. I mean, for the rest of the season, because right now linears are good. But even when it's not, just the fact that the single shot can break any type of shield. Yes. And it's also an intrinsic barrier weapon. Like, to me, it's... Not quite as much ammo, but it's usually a single shot for barriers, single mm-hmm. shot for a shield. Like for high level content, when you're playing the stupid shield match game, I don't know how I'm going to take that one off because honestly, it's so, so many uses and barrier tends to be in a lot of places. I, yeah, I've used that one a ton and it's still, even without the particle deconstruction, it's still going to have some solid function. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I, I got it. Now, did you, do you have your catalyst completed? Yeah, it's done. So like, yo, how's, how's that caddy looking? How's that, what's that doing in them grand... You t- you t- I mean, Genesis, Genesis is what the catalyst does. So when you break a shield, you get that right back. Mm. So you just basically, it keeps your ammo up more consistently. So you break the shield, and then you should have enough to put some good damage into whatever you're going to target. Mm. So, with that lady, that particle reach. Yeah, particles like, like still the... absolutely solid, of course. I mean, particles... Mm. Still a beast. I mean, typically, like, if I'm running with double linears, I'll break it mm. with Arbalest, like, for barrier, and then I'll switch yeah. to my heavy, because the heavies do substantially hit harder. Um, mm. But it's still, you know, I mean, Arbalest is going to be that, the intrinsic barrier, and then uh, the Genesis perk for a little yeah. bit of ammo. I think it's just, it's just what it needed to make it really functional. Yes. Um, 
And linears are in a pretty good spot, so. Yeah, that's how I envisioned Arbalest to be when it first dropped. Remember how we were kind of underwhelmed? Oh, yeah. So just, I still yeah. remember when it was like breaking shield. Yeah, it just it wasn't quite right. So, yeah, it's definitely better now. Yeah, so I'm doing that. And then the rest has been clean up. I watched your video. I got my, um, I ran to um Banshee and got that Cartesian with the right roll. Oh, that yeah, day. four gold and left gold. Yeah. Yep. Doing my dares. And um, just a, a to, to to Travis's chagrin, I, I did my dawning the last day. I was, I, I like I went to all the vendors the last day. I was cooking up with snicker doodles and all the foolishness. And, yeller and I doodles, got it done. by the way. It's yeah, yeller whatever. doodles. Whatever. Whatever. Got got all that done. Got it masterworked. I got my easy bake oven masterworked. And um I I didn't get the what is it, the the the, the fusion, the, the glacier class subsistence they, fruit. I got the reservoir burst, but I didn't get the subsistence combo. Did you get cool it with front? Any, you got, did you get it with slide shot? Maybe or no? Nah, it was like I was surplus. like I got that. I got mine on the last day. Yeah, so I oh, finally good. got it, but I was like, that was like a couple hours before I was getting ready to go to bed, and I finally was just like, kind of relief because that's I'd basically been turning everything in for that because like the sword I was yeah. fine, cold front was okay. I got a couple decent avalanches like. I got a yeah, subsistence. Are good. I got a subsistence adrenaline junkie. Like if machine no, guns get a boost for like ad clearing purposes, Fire. that actually would work fairly well. But now the subsistence I, glacioclasm I wanted, and because I like null composure for the similar reason. Me too. I was like, it may not be because I literally use that in my solo build for Grasp of Avarice. So I was like, nice. it's it would hit harder. And granted, the thousands like I'm not entirely sure I'm gonna love it, but I still wanted the option. Uh, right. But just the fact that you could fire and reload and still have reservoir, it's like it's yeah. unique. That was the main it's reason. Unique. And that's why I wanted it. And I got, but I only think I'm disappointed though. The 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 nerf to heavy aggressive fusions, they feel weird. Oh, with they that are charge very time. yeah. The thousand charge time I hope gets fixed. That's another reason why it's like if they bring that down some, like kind of tweak that a little better. It it feels like a my it feels like an hour to charge that thing up. That's why I was yeah. like I got it for now for the possible future that. Those high impact buff. ones don't take six years to charge. So. Yeah, but that, that's been pretty much it. And like I said, between Halo, Destiny, Demio, and oh, you like this? Um, for uh, for the holidays, I did. Um, <laughs> I played Overcooked for the first time <laughs> and watched me argue with friends about who didn't cook the burger right, who burnt, oh. who didn't slice the lettuce, <laughs> who did, like that game. Yo, I've oh, never yeah, played you'll, Overcooked. You'll break friends. Yeah, you'll you'll Yo, break friends with that one. New Year's had a bunch of the homies over, and we playing this game, and it is absolutely Wait. hilarious. Are are you talking about uh, a sandwich tale? That game? No, no, overcooked. So basically, like you oh, in a overcooked. restaurant, yeah. and they Sorry, give. You... I, I was thought you're still. I thought you were still talking about the VR games because there's oh, no, like no. a VR sandwich making mm -hmm. game that's like mm -hmm. really. There's some anyway. like VR yeah. cooking one overcooked I saw recently is too. Overcooked, yeah. yeah, it's like oh, because yeah, then you start having the different levels where you got to pass stuff back and the trucks drive apart and together. And mm -hmm. I never got that far in that one, but Ario Kart is yeah, friendships getting yeah, destroyed. Yeah, that's destroyed, said brother. It. I, I was I was like, yo, who get the pot out, get the burger off the thing. <laughs> it's so funny. And then like you gotta clean the dishes. Nah, and yeah. it, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. It is yep. absolutely hilarious. I did I start they told me to start with part one first. But the reason why I want to give it a shout out is because which I gotta give Switch their, their flowers. We're in an age right now, because I wanted to bring a party game over with friends. And mm, everything is either yeah. online and Switch still does local co-op with four to five people. Yeah. And it's the best for that. I got to give Switch it. Like, yeah. we had so much fun. Everybody's got the controller all on one screen and just having a ball. So, yeah, salute to Overcooked. Yeah, just bring that up. I ever saw that TV. game. 
Yeah. Yes. What'd you say? What'd you say yeah, that's beautiful. Oh, I was just saying the first time I ever saw that game overcooked, the way I became aware of it is I heard screaming in the IGN <laughs> office one day and I go over and there's just people huddled around the screen and they're all working together and they were apparently trying to get three stars on Everything. all of the levels, including, including the end of game ones. And I, I walked and I saw them do it. And the time, the one time I saw them playing, that was the was the run that they did it. And it mm. was unbelievable. I have never seen that level of coordination. It would make <laughs> Destiny Raiders Bro. look like disorganized chumps. Like they were yes. like so on point. It was like, like this crazy relay race where they were like throwing items to one another. You need like you need like a sous chef and a head chef like barking orders. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. And there was a whole group of people around the screen like watching them do it, and everyone was just in awe. They were like, "How the how the hell are they?" like working so tightly in tandem together and i was like i'm gonna play that game yeah. that was my but i was like i need to play this see I, I own both of them they're really good so fun i'm glad i tried that for the first time so that was my holiday stuff that i was, I was nice. doing all the way through well it is a destiny podcast so i guess we'll talk about yes. that for a minute or two uh but yeah it's like not to jump too far off of what we were on Witch Queen is what's looming. We didn't get a TWAB today. Um, you know, it's the big like bomb they dropped on Twitter. It's like no TWAB today, but you know, it's just gonna be bomb. more I like how that's a bomb. I know, <laughs> but I was like, no everybody's like, where TWAB, where yeah. TWAB? And they're like, no TWAB. And it was like, oh. Uh-huh. But but as Witch Queen information is gonna start rolling out in the future weeks, we've got six weeks basically or so till it starts really, you know, till it's in our hands. So the weekly cadence of TWABs is generally gonna have a breakdown of something. We've got, you know, the weapon crafting campaign probably, you know, we'll get a schedule of like raid dates and stuff like that. Chat was talking about that. But as we talked about last time, actually, where do we think it's going to like rank in, you know, where do we expect for it to rank in our years? But I, Travis actually had a very good idea to say, where would we possibly, where do we think we're going to score this thing when we get done with it? So, to start it off, we're going to let the IGN expert show us how this is done, and then we'll sound off afterwards. So, Travis, which yeah. queen anticipation with everything that we know right now, um, kind of break down. You might even break down like how you kind of come to a score, like if things take away, if a raid's really good, it might bump it. Like, let us understand that we'll yeah. kind of take a piece of it from there. Yeah, so I think every game is a little different. Um in terms of like the the things that work for it and the things that don't and kind of like looking at it critically. But the ultimate question is, is the game fun, right? Like, is it fun? How fun is it? Uh, like, you know, what are the what are the things that aren't that great? And we all know what the things are in Destiny that aren't that great. Like the new light experience, which I'm sure we'll be talking about later. That's, that's um, the we'll next topic. Kind of Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next topic. So, uh, you know, that's like one area that Destiny could always improve their economy, their armor system. Uh, you know, these are the things we spend all uh, every week talking about. Um, so there's there's stuff that's bad. But um, the last two expansions I reviewed for Destiny have gotten sevens because uh, mostly because of content scarcity. Actually, that was like the main problem with both Shadowkeep and Beyond Light, in my opinion, was that. You know, you you play through the story in a couple hours, you beat the big bad, and then you're sort of running around and doing the same strikes over again. And lack of new multiplayer maps or multiplayer modes is, has been something that I've I've railed against on all my Destiny reviews. 
the lack of like a long-term bad guy or focus for the story. I think I've talked about in every review I've ever written for Destiny. And I've been reviewing Destiny, not always for IGN, but for other outlets. My first review for Destiny was Destiny Vanilla, which I gave a six out of 10. Destiny two um, or Destiny one? So I've, Des Destiny one. Destiny oh, okay. one Vanilla, I gave a six out of 10. I've been reviewing it for that long, um, <laughs> basically from the beginning. And then the Taken King was my first on-site review where like Bungie was like, come out and play the game in Bungie headquarters and like review it like on site. Right. And so, yeah, I, I have a long history of reviewing these, these expansions, but um, the last two have been sevens because of scarcity of content. And so for me, it'll be the, one of the big determining factors will be how much content is actually in this game and is, is all of it good. Right. Um, Will the campaign be meaningful and impact the story in ways that we're not expecting? Will uh, it have direction? Will it have new modes or new kind of surprises we're not expecting? How much does it shake up the sandbox with the new uh, glaive weapon type and armor or weapon crafting rather? Um, will the raid be good? The raid uh, definitely helped Beyond Light yeah. uh, because I wasn't super thrilled by the campaign, but the raid was awesome. Good point. Um, did like did Deepstone Crypt like bump at a point for you or where like before the raid, do you score it before you even get to the raid or like, are you kind of keeping an ongoing idea no. in your head or do you just kind of get the complete picture and then be like, okay, where, where, where did we finally yeah, land? Basically, uh, sorry. I just you saw my, uh, I just saw my laptop isn't charging and it's on 2% battery. So oh yeah. Little oh, little yeah that, that'd be, that'd <laughs> be good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I I try not to think about the store the score for as long as possible. To be honest, I try to just like play the game and immerse myself in everything that it has to offer. And then uh, once I get to the point where I feel like I've played everything, then I start to think about like, well, how was my time with this? What were the things that bugged me? What were the things that I liked? But you know me. I mean, you guys have done a show with me for half a year. You know that I'm like super annoying. Like I used to think that my superpower was observation. Like oh, I'm like Sherlock Holmes. I just notice stuff. And that's just not true at all. As I'm older, I realize my superpower is that I'm whiny as hell. I'm super <laughs> whiny. And honestly, that's that's my superpower in everything I do. Like my day job is because I'm super whiny and I and I and things bother me that don't bother other people. And I'm able to kind of like get in there and like fix them. And then I'm a good reviewer. I'm a good critic because I'm also just because, super whiny. Yeah, it helps yeah, you. Yeah, I'm just super whiny. It's very helpful. It's like a... It's a gift and a curse because everyone around me hates me, but it's very <laughs> useful. Uh, <laughs> it's very useful in my in my in my life to kind of have that uh, that crit I'm constantly in, uh, analyzing things critically and going, well, why isn't it different? Why? And I mm -hmm. I do the same thing with like authority figures. People tell me, oh, that's the rule, and I go, well, why is that the rule? Like it seems like a dumb <laughs> rule. I'm, I'm just that <laughs> annoying little like rebel. I was like, yeah. Uh, there's going to be actually, there's going to be comments that'd be like, man, Travis knows himself. <laughs> oh, they already oh, said it. I do know oh, myself, man. In. I am 100. Yep. I have a high level of introspection. Um, when I was in elementary school, I, so I, if anybody knows me, I've, I have never done drugs and I've never drank alcohol. I'm like mm -hmm. straight laced just because I'm a control freak. Mm -hmm. But um, when I was in elementary school, I got suspended for refusing to take the dare pledge. Wow. You guys have to take the dare I pledge. Remember that. Yeah, I, remember I remember that. Dare. Yeah. I remember that. I don't know. That. They tried to get me to take the dare pledge and I was in fourth grade and I was standing up to like this police officer and going, you're brainwashing people. Like, why should they have to do this? They're kids. They don't, they don't understand what this pledge is. This is, you guys are fascists. And they were like, you're suspended. Like, get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> I, yeah. So I just have always been uh, in that A way. Rebel. So, 
Um, but yeah, I'm I'm um I'm going to say mm-hmm. that that this is going to be a seven out of ten. Mm. And the reason I'm going to say that is because I hope to be pleasantly surprised, surprised. And maybe it'll be an eight or a nine, but it could also be worse, right? It could be, it could be like a curse of Osiris, which in my opinion is like a five out of 10, right? So it, it could go either way. I'm, I'm, but I'm just going to be like the reason a lot of reviews at IGN are seven out of 10 is because most games are good, but not anything special, right? Like it's very mm. rare that a game is like, leaves you with a bad feeling in your, in your mouth. But because most games are just fun, nerf, right? Nerf Legends. Uh, but it's also, nerf did that. But yeah, there are, there are obviously <laughs> exceptions. There are obviously exceptions. Um, but yeah, uh, there, there's. It's also very rare that you play a game and it like blows you away, and you're like right. talking to your friends about it. Like that's also a rare occurrence. So I think it's safe to just like play for the middle, right, and say it's probably going to be you. a good game, safe but bet. not great. Um, but bet. yeah, I I hope I hope that it's an eight or a nine. Like in my heart, I'm like this has got to be better than Beyond Light. Like it's got to be better than Shadowkeep. But I I don't know that we have not seen that from independent Bungie yet. So right. I'm just I'm waiting for them to have that breakout game that makes me go, okay, they can create a Forsaken or a Taken King uh, with the current team without the backing of Activision. Like I'm waiting for that to happen. Fair, so. yeah, that's fair. That's fair assessment. I'm yeah, I'm I'm like. I'll be whereas what is it? Uh, he says he's the Charles says he's the king of of whiny. I'm, I guess I'm the king of optimism, right? I'm Mr. Positive. You know, it's all right or whatever. It'll be I okay. Think, yeah, I, what it is? I think the reason why I'm leading that way is because I feel like they are internally in a place of confidence that remember a couple months back. You know, they were just screaming from the rooftops. Yeah. And I'm just like, hmm. So y'all seeing something internally that clearly y'all are excited about. Now, again, that could be just more future stuff, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be all pertaining to Witch Queen. But the track record is generally good. I I think they 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 always remind I've said this before, E. We, you know, during Flashpoint days, like they they always remind me of that kid who dilly dallies during school, but then like you know, midterms, eh. But like that final exam, they generally tend to show up. They they cram to the very last minute and then they show up and you're like, oh, okay. Just when you're about to lose faith in them, just when they were like getting 65s or B minus, you know, C minuses or whatever <laughs> barely, the hell Barely passed that last yeah. quiz. <laughs> yeah, like they, they've been yeah, barely yeah. passing. We always go, mm, I don't know, Bungie, like y'all messing up, bro. They forgot and to turn look. in their homework on Season of the Worthy, you know. Yeah, it's like Activision going, y'all still <laughs> messing up. You know what I mean? You know the, the school tropes. It's, it's, it's like, and yeah. then they, the big thing happens. And it's just like, okay. Now, to Travis's point, though, this is a new day. This is still Bungie on your own, right? So we got to see them execute that on their own. And, you know, to Travis's point, like Beyond Light, in my opinion, it was okay. But the raid bumped it up for me, personally. If Deep Stone Crypt wasn't as good as Deep Stone Crypt was... I don't know if I'm giving them a high, super high score. We had, you know, it's a new subclass, yeah, but it was kind of busted coming in that we all knew. I mean, the story did in, not. I was going to say, in fairness, like for Travis giving it a seven, as Sunset had just gone into session at that point. Oh, you right? like, and there was like lack of loot and stuff. Like when oh. I sat there and think about a seven, I was like, you were 
probably almost on the generous, relatively generous side. Like seven was right. probably. Yeah. And as I said, was like that raid probably gave it just an edge yeah. to not make it a six. I'm thinking. For, yeah. For me, the raid. You know what's funny is. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. I was going to say is what. What's funny is uh, Destin always used to get flamed for writing Destiny reviews for IGN because he did the reviews before I started doing them. Right. Um, but I've never gotten pushback on my Destiny reviews because I, I put out sevens and the fans are like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say it's an eight. And then the people who don't like Destiny point to it and go, oh, yeah, seven. That means that the game sucks. You know what right. I mean? Because right, they're right. just looking for ways to hate. But I always end up like right in the middle. I always right want to be the guy who writes the extreme review where everybody's like, ah, but yeah. no matter what I do, even <laughs> if, if I give get, if you give a Destiny two, I look on Metacritic. <laughs> I look at Metacritic and it's got a one and a three, and I'm like right in the middle. I'm like, damn, how does this keep happening? So yeah, you gotta be extremist. You, you gotta it. give like Destiny the final shape a ten, and then you'll just you know <laughs> freak everybody out. Then people will hate me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never given a ten, never in my life. I don't know if you could give something a ten just due to your nature. Is yeah, there your nature? Yeah, I can't I see. I was like, you, yeah, what would you give? Okay, what would you give Halo Infinite? See, I actually had this debate on a, uh, we did a Halo roundtable and I said Which that I I, if I was reviewing it, I, th I think I would have a difficult time not giving it a 10 because a 10 for IGN does not mean perfect. It well, means right. masterpiece. Right. Right. And if, you right. if you read the description of the, of the review, it says, we hope that games in the future will like learn from this game and like model things off of it. When I think about it, I'm like, God, I hope like shooters learn from Halo Infinite and realize like that's how to mm -hmm. do the multiplayer sandbox and that's how to do like a, a campaign like i would have mm -hmm. a hard time doing it. i actually do have a lot of problems with halo infinite mostly around like story and they're kind of like shifting uh uh i don't want to compare it to this but they did a very similar like rise of skywalker thing where they chose one direction and some fans didn't like it and then they tried to turn yeah. and retcon a bunch of stuff and uh I have problems basically with act that, like but... five didn't exist continue yeah kind of well they yeah. don't they they embrace it but they they do what what Rise of Skywalker did, which is they say, yeah, that exists, but it doesn't matter. Matter. Right? Yes. Like it's yes. sort of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, which I, I think is kind of like the move when there's fan backlash. I personally think that developers and writers of stories should never listen to the fans because they have no idea what they're talking <laughs> about. Um, and, and that's just my opinion. I think they people listen to fans are just always screwing things up. Uh, but anyway, um, mm -hmm. Halo Infinite, I probably would have given a masterpiece. It's possibly possible that the reason I've never given a 10 is because people don't let me review games that are that good. <laughs> well, like, see, that's holding you back. See, and that's the interesting thing yeah. of like anybody who gives anybody a score, because I listen to Skillup, Tassie, you, Ryan McCaffrey. Like, I've heard you guys all talk about it in different ways. And, you know, everybody has their different pieces of what you know, grains on you more. For example, Maddie absolutely hated Deathloop. I mean, like with an absolute, I saw that with a, pa that with no an sense. odd Bro, passion. He goes so hard. It gets, and I, it's like, and I, th I think, that and that's, so I was actually talking to Cog about this one. And I think it was like for like, and I'm not saying his thoughts are unjustified because I think for him, he is like diehard arcane seemed like he like loved Des dishonored one even more on dishonored two. And he's like, he could see where they're going and then like and then to him it didn't deliver but then as you said like to the masses it's a different and that was yeah. for me it was my first arcane game and like i'm not saying i wouldn't enjoy the other ones but it was just the first one i played and i had fun in the sandbox cuz it was the first one for me it was kind of goofy um yeah skill up also disliked deathloop so it was like yeah. but skill up but i have to say i have to say there's a difference between 
a game being your biggest personal disappointment, which is what it sounds like it was to Maddie. It sounds yeah. like it was his personal biggest disappointment. His, his expectations were here and it delivered so yes. down here for him. It's different between that and being the worst game of the year. Yeah. Right? Because he wanted a the 12 worst and got like year, a seven, but to him nerfed. it was a two. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And that, exactly. That, that, but, that, like, yeah. but to say that that's the worst game of the year just tells me you did not play a lot of games that came out this year because there were some really bad games this year, man. Like, I, I it just it blows my mind. Deathloop yeah. is, is a great game. Uh, listen, I, I will give the man this. He is on his square. He takes all the criticism. He oh, fights yeah. the cowboy. Sure. boy. He, he goes sure. in and I get it. And he has I'm, justifications for why he doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's he's, not like he's, he's just saying it sucks. Yeah. Like he's the arcade connoisseur. And listen, I, I, I disagree, but, you know, I, I, I respect his opinion. I understand the perspective of where he's coming from as the arcade guy. But I'm with E. I know it's the type of game I'm going to like. I know the fact that the masses like it for that reason. He just knows in his mind it's the the dumbed down version of his favorite studio slash yeah. genre, whatever. But anyway, back to what I was saying, well, um, you know, with, with, with Witch Queen, it's just like, yeah, we, you know, beyond finishing up the Beyond Light part was was the Deep Stone Crip and how that really elevated things for me. And that really, and I, if you, I, I'm a little biased. I'm definitely biased if you deliver me a great raid. If you yeah. give me a great raid, that really resonates with me. And Witch Queen has a lot of pressure yeah. because it's twofold. It's one resolution on a Taken King campaign level that I want to see. Not that it has to be we beat her or anything like that, but it has just it just has to respect this character and all the buildup of years and hype and lore. And you know how we feel if it's like, yeah, and we killed it. <laughs> like if it's a hi-ya moment and it's over, uh, you know what I'm saying? It, it, they gotta be very careful. Now, I, I, I'm confident in the fact that over this past year, like, we gotta put our heads together for the narrative team, y'all. Come on. Yeah, the narrative absolutely. team for, for 2021, the narrative team has been in their bag. So I am confident that they will at least respect what's going on, how this, you know, how we get there and then what we do next. But I, I do want to see how this raid is. It's, that's going to be big for me. And then to your point, E, the 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 day-to-day the -day -day mechanics, the the what crafting really does. Is that it is... a gimmick? Is it a gimmick? Do are you really crafting destiny? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Right? Yeah. So then you know, we got to shout out to these that they know more facts, facts, DJ, you know, so it's like, what are you really doing? And then we know there's going to be a sandbox update, right? We know it. We know they got some stuff. Mm -hmm. Void 3.0 is not small. Right. Yeah. We got to see really cool execution. We, I, I'm going to use the Outriders example. Outriders did some things, y'all. It really did some things as far as quality of life in, this, in the looter shooter sandbox. I'm curious. And, and, and with the generally with Destiny, my last point I'll say is this. Generally with Destiny, when it comes to expansions, they, they tend to do good as far as changing gameplay and tropes and problems and really getting into the mechanics of making the game better. Right. I want to see what they have in mind because that's the pressure to me. Trav, me like there's certain things we're like, come on, Destiny. We we talk about Crucible at nauseum. We talk about Gambit at yeah. nauseum. There are fundamental things that are still say, broken, but not in a good state. 
They've got to really yeah. incomplete. I would say right, yeah. so that this and, compl- I, don't, and I don't, I, I don't think they're going to address any of the crucible. See, complaints yeah, that's kind of where I'm. I think that's way down the road. I think that's I other, know, know. that's other seasons. Yeah, and if that's the case, then I'm back with Travis on. It's going to be a seven-ish kind of kind of kind of an expansion. Then, if if that's if that's yeah, what, feel, what's going to happen. I feel like all the Destiny expansions have been dodging the six from me, right? Like Beyond Light was like headed towards six and then the raid like knocked it. And it was like, all right, cool. We got it. And I don't really remember a lot about my review of Shadowkeep, but I remember it was like on the cusp. And then I was like, mm-hmm. all right, it, it's going to be a seven. Like it's going to mm-hmm. get there. But I, I would like to see it do the opposite. We're dodging the seven for like an eight or a nine. Yeah, I want to yeah, see it yeah. kind of climb up there um, because it's just been a little... There's always been something missing. Like Beyond Light, it was like the campaign and then make, mm-hmm. missing the sandbox. And they took that's what I weapons forgot. away. And, I disliked oh the end of Beyond Light's campaign. I it's didn't like good. the fake out with the freezing of, of, of yeah. old girl, the fallen. You know what I mean? To me, I always felt um, Clovis Bray should have been and was the better character to build around. That's yeah. just me. No, I, I, mean, I felt the Lament quest was way better. Yeah, yeah. No, I was literally going to say exactly like... The Clovis Bray stuff is what actually added depth yes. and like some character building and getting to see the history between Elsie and Anna. Like seeing that oh. type of stuff. Yeah. Like I got a lot more out of that post campaign yes. than yes. I feel like I got out of like Didn't the lieutenants campaign. and stuff. Now, granted, I will say Aramis had more than, you know, the veil mm-hmm. previously before and, you know, Destiny 2's. Red War campaign actually still wasn't bad, but Aramis yeah, in like and of Red herself War. wasn't bad because even in the previews, we got a little bit of empathy, at least a little bit. We understood a little more, but it was like the Clovis and the Aramis and um, or Clovis, Anna, Elsie, mm-hmm. that trio. And then you saw Lament and Banshee, like yes. that the whole thing. whole thing. So good. And, 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 and that's why the raid resonated with me, because yep. even though I didn't like Tanix remix, but I like Clovis throughout. I like Clovis talking to you, you damn invaders. Status calamitous. Yeah. And he's talking to you like there's moments, you know, even when you do the what is it, the the skywalk, what was the like the way he talks to you with that 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 genius level of arrogance. Like, how dare yeah. you invade my space? How dare you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you know what you're doing? Do you know who I am? Why I did? Like, he was the guy. I was hoping we get some type of AI simulation against him, but I digress. I'm give it to you. You know e. what else bothered me about the story? If Let's we, go. If, if we can talk about the Let's story. Let's get it. Let's get more. it. Let's get it. Let's get it. The whole plot line of the darkness <laughs> felt like was really not well handled. Like they they invite the stranger out and the stranger says some crazy stuff. The stranger's <laughs> like, yo, there's a whole bunch of other realities. I'm from one of them. And in that reality, Guardians started using the darkness and became evil and it destroyed everything. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, go back. There's a multiverse or there's at least different timelines. You're from one of them and you came here and your first thought was, hey, you guys should use the darkness here. <laughs> what? Like, well, that, I, like I, I just Zavala, had so many questions. Zavala's little line yeah, about, I mean, you're not going like, to use no, that, stra- right? Wink, wink. Yeah, but then the, <laughs> the stranger's like, the stranger's like, yo, I'm from a world where like this backfired in a big way. We all became evil and killed everybody. Anyway, I'm going to help you use the darkness. and then. 
And then they don't really like you don't get any, really any close understanding what the darkness is. Agreed. You're just sort of using it. And then yep. the story doesn't even focus on that. The, fo- the yep. story focuses on this other thing that's happening with the fallen that feels totally disconnected. And I was I like, agree. can we get back to the multiple realities thing? Like, that seems like a way bigger problem. Like, why are we not talking about that? It's like, why do and you that's kind go- of been the story. Yeah. I was going to say, that's kind of been the story of Destiny forever, is that there's always been a way bigger problem. And we never address it. I'm like, oh, well, we got to stop. We got to stop this other thing that's happening. It's like, what? Like, well, that why, was the, what are we doing? Well, that was the end of season of Arrivals, too. When all of the ships came in, we lost like four planets. And then we haven't talked about it for like a year. Exactly. Like, just, Destiny, <laughs> Destiny reminds me sometimes of someone use example, like in the MCU, you know, like, when Loki came to fight the Avengers, but we all know Thanos is a boss. Like they yeah. have a bunch of Lokis running around and we just fight Loki all day. We fight the mid boss, the, the sub boss all the time. And the, the main yeah. character boss eludes us and never yeah. gets hit. The and then they forget. Yeah. The veil. Well, see, that's yep. actually one of the things about this one is Savathun has been one of those far reaching yes. kind of gods. Cause I mean, Taken King was five years ago now. Right. Um, the, at that level, we haven't experienced like, you know, Crota to Taken King and the expansion and like regicide mm-hmm. and going through all that. Like we're finally at one of those kind of levels kind of yes. again. We do feel like there's more beyond Savathun, whether it's the veil, whether darkness, not entirely sure, of course. But it is one of those to where Savathun, again, as we've said, has more weight and has more gravitas to her than we've had in a long time. Like Aramis is like, yes. it's a fallen captain. Okay. We know. Yeah, we know. cool. Like, you know you're getting defeated, yeah. like, easily. Like, you're getting this, that's, that's fine. Like, Savathun, on the other hand, if that goes down the same way, we're going to have a problem if, you know, Savathun ends up back in her little chrysalis. It's like, that's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. so, what are you digging? No, I was going to say, well, so what, where'd you end up on score? About seven as well, or? Seven until. He's, he's being optimistic. He wants I'm, an eight. I want to. I want, he wants a nine. You know what? I'll put it out. I'm going I'm to I'm shoot for the stars. Eight. <laughs> I'll shoot for the stars. That's the stars? The stars. Yeah, you, was gonna say, you said stars, yeah. and I was thinking that you were going to say nine, and you're like yeah. eight. And I'm like, shoot okay, those stars. Those, those stars are still within reach, man. You got to set those a little farther away. Only because what they themselves. What if it's a 10? What if it's the best thing by far, and like it blows us all away? It's like masterpiece level. I don't It's kind of crazy it that could none, do of, enough. none of us think it's going to be that. If it That's ain't crazy. Got the trap. If it ain't got armor three put, oh, that man ain't putting no ten on nothing. You know that man. Don't even no, play him like, Okay, you. so th- they're literally chat saying some of the stuff I've been thinking about. You guys have said some of it as well, and it's all kind of valid. But there's like, as we played through multiple of these, what makes things great when the campaign ties into the raid, just like in Taken King and Regicide, Forsaken to the Last Wish. You know, Witch Queen's campaign into the name of that raid. If those link together in some way, that's already a step up because that narrative cohesion is something we've asked for and really enjoyed when it does happen sparsely. But we've really enjoyed when it does. So it's like, is there going to be a narrative cohesion between the campaign and the raid? We know it's in some pyramid ship. Is it going to be like, oh, by the way, can you go take care of the pyramid ship over in the throne world? That thing's annoying. Or is it like... This is some weird shattered piece of my mind. I don't know. It's like, is it going to be cool or is it going to not? And there's there's little things as well. You said armor 3.0. I have low expectations there. That's fine. I don't have my hopes. We got artifice armor. If that's where things start to go, just, you know, maybe more of a half step or zero energy mm-hmm. slots or something. 
But again, like things that have been stagnant for a while outside of Crucible, which we've obviously talked about, we know the cadence of Crucible, unfortunately. Now, we don't know when all the modes are coming. They said they have worked on other modes. There's like two modes plus Rift. I don't know the cadence that those are going to be released. Maybe we do get a new Rift's mode coming. in Crucible. Rift's coming? Rift is coming. They've said Rift is oh, coming to wow. 22 plus oh, two other I'm modes in... that they're working on. Oh, wow. Okay. So those, but, but again, if those don't come with Beyond, with uh, Witch Queen, then Travis is going to be like, I have to review what I have in front of me, which is completely fair. And that's the th- that's kind of the thing of a year of Destiny versus the expansion review because I can't when he's like, hey, lack of content, we haven't got Des- we haven't got Crucible maps. Gambit's dying off in the desert somewhere. Yeah, Gambit, uh, bro. It's like the weapons were very light. So the fact that we have the campaign, the Osiris stuff was kind of cool. Stasis did mix things up in the raid. Seven makes sense, but it's like for me, artifact is getting <laughs> very. It's very stagnant. I did a video on this like long ago, and it hasn't really mm. changed. Mm-hmm. So, like, that would be nice to see a rework. And we've asked about, like, what's the leveling system going to be like? I know not all of the big things are going to be fixed in one expansion. They tend to, you know, do a big chunk per season or whatever it's going to be. But again, it's like, is the artifact going to get a refresh after two years? Are the nice champions, idea. which are what they lean so heavily on in any high level content, are the champions finally going to get either at least a recoding, a little bit of rework, some changes, a little more flexibility in the mods. Like, or is it still going to be this? Here's your three weapons that you can use for the champions. This is your meta for three months. Are we still going to be in that department? Um, I feel like the champions have to be the, uh, the hive guardians, right? That seems perfect for it, right? It feels like that could be a cool thing. Again, how do they implement it? I don't know, but hopefully, um, so, I mean, Artifact is one just because that we do interact with that so much each season. It leads into what each season's loadouts tend to be. Uh, champions, we interact with them at high-level content all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, crafting. A lot of my weight is going to be what crafting does. Because that's going to be the system. Again, like, what's Umbrals have been kind of this thing. Well, the Prismatic Recaster and the Umbral Decoder are bye-bye. I don't know what they're going to be redoing, if that's just going straight into crafting. And if that's the case, we need to see how they do it. Is it well done when Outriders is like, hey, here's Transmog completely fee for everything? Or is it Bungie's version of Transmog? Which version of crafting are we going to get? And that's the question is, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be as bad as the five economy Transmog we got. But I also don't think it's going to be, here's the cool version that you all wish you hoped for. It's going to be that weird, time-gated, stretched mm-hmm. out thing that like might be in between that Bungie's probably going to do for multiple reasons. It's like, I would love to say that this thing could be a nine in my eyes. I would love to say that. And I was like, and if they can deliver on some of the things that I'm hoping for, I'm not, they've, they've talked about Crucible. They're building that team. Right. Weapons seem to be coming more frequently. I can see some of the steps. If the story is a banger, if it has connection to the raid, if there's any cool secrets that we've got, we've got it. Like if there are enough of the things there for me, it could be a destiny nine, which is a weird way to say that. Um, But it's like destiny nine. Destiny nine. That's hilarious. (laughs) I know. I know what he's saying. I know what he means too. in the ecosystem of Destiny, this is like very high content. But if he were grading it, it would still be like a seven. Yeah. If if he were just like yeah. for public consumption. And that's yeah. that's kind of and Forsetti like is in chat. He's like no shot. Bungie gets weapon credit. And that's the thing is like I don't have 
the faith, unfortunately, that a system mm. is going to be just nailed. And nothing against Bungie, because I feel like they're very capable. I feel like, as we've talked about before, that it's going to be... That's like a Pittsburgh 10. TJ, <laughs> oh, stupid. Um, but I think it's one of those things where we ask, why is Transmog the way it is? And it's when mm. the people who are not making the game, it's when the finances make some decisions. When right. those get in the way, when it's the engagement or metrics that they're making sure are higher for extended periods, when those types of things get in the way of what the gameplay model we would all like to see, that's when it you know starts knocking it down a peg. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say eight. Oh, so you're right there with me. No, but I was That's like, all that. I was That's like, all that. I'm going to say like, uh, the IGN style of eight. But it's like, but again, if they did like, hey, we reworked. And then like, if the next six weeks of TWABs are like, hey, we're reworking the artifact, doing this stuff. Hey, you got a couple new champions coming in. Plus those hive guardians you don't even know about. Void 3.0 right. is just like baller. Uh, weapon okay. crafting nailed it. That's when that okay. thing can start climbing up to like nines for me, like a legitimate right. nine. But it's okay. like there are a lot of systems that I don't know about and previous experience doesn't have enough faith for me to rank it higher until I know more. Right. So what? Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. No, I was going to just quick question. Uh, what would hold more weight to you? Narrative story impact, but gameplay changes are not all the way to your liking or let's say magically. They really address core gameplay, core armor, core, you know, they really, and then the story's okay. The, which one holds more weight to you? Because the vibe I get from you, it's it's really more of the systems, the, 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 the builds, the armor, and that aspect of the loop that if you, this, not that you don't value story, no, 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 I know no, no, you no. do. No, that, let me, um. I love how people are now putting different locations yeah. and different <laughs> ratings. We've Canadian got a Canadian four. four. We've got a Carolina <laughs> five point five. Shout out to my boy Philip. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's DJ's four. Yeah, Shout out to DJ a with the Pittsburgh of It's like a yeah. Oh, yeah, this is hilarious. Canadian um, four. <laughs> if this, I don't think a Canadian four exists. I think Canadians are too polite. Yeah, they're to too nice. It's got to be like a it's a, it's a six point nine. Yeah. <laughs> they can't mm. be too low. Yeah. Um, okay. If this yeah. was final shape, I would say the story has to be amazing. Has to be a banger to end it out. As mm -hmm. Sabathun is not the end of this thing, and I know we've got season 17, season 18, season 19, continuing the storytelling. I swear right. the storytelling is almost better in the seasons. Yes. So if the seasons keep the storytelling telling going well, but the mechanics are solid, our year would be more enjoyable in the longer run. Mm -hmm. So... If I want to log into Destiny and have a really cool experience for Witch Queen, but then the mechanics suck for the rest of the year, or do I have an okay experience in the story and it's kind of an Aramis thing, but they like revamped the game, that's going to make my year more enjoyable. So I would lean to the more enjoyable year nah, with a dude. questionable story. I would love I mean, to have both. Yes, but if I have to pick, yeah, Texas two-step. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, there you go. No, uh, yeah, no, that, because we do play this game all damn year long. The seasonal yes. stories have been really good. And if that's where they yes. focus the stories and the mechanics are still solid, then that's a more enjoyable year, even though it may come out as like a seven or even a six. But if the year is good, then that's a better, you know, it's like new light experience gets reworked. Like, you know, you come in, that's a lot. Like there are a lot of things that could be better for the year, which would make the whole year better. So fair, fair enough. I respect it. 
I respect yep. it. A lot of pressure on them. We go and see they deliver, but they, like I said, they be yelling budget. They be yeah. yelling. That's they that's kind of the thing. For the like, and that's the thing is, what is the cadence of what they've seen? Is it coming with Witch Queen? Is it like because we know we're getting Void 3.0, Arc 3.0, Solar 3.0 during the course of the year? We're starting with Void, but what else do we not know? And that's the biggest questions. Is is crafting yeah. cool? Like, is crafting cool? Is the campaign what if, replay? What have they? What have they kept from us? That's right. What I want. Yeah. Are there going to be any point. surprises? Are good they... point. Good point. Yeah. What they also um the lucent brood. I want to see the mechanics. You know, confirming we have to kill the ghost to kill them after we put them down, right? Because we've seen that the cinema of them. Our guardian smashing a ghost mm -hmm. after killing the Lucian. Yeah, is that Blue. just like a finishing move, yeah. or how's that work? Right. The the story with that, the the whether what the hell happens, you know, with Osiris, what what the hell happens with Crow? Character development on all these other NPCs that we got to know what's going on. Do we get some curveballs? Do we get some deaths? You know, do we get what's going on with with my man? Um, you know, Mr. Gambit himself. Like yeah. he was supposed to play a major role he's you know still and this kind of thing yeah yeah he still isn't explained now i know they can't get every thread and every loop but what i want is what kind of travis alluded to last last word which we were talking about battlegrounds and we were talking about what one thing we liked about it was the involvement of every npc on some level where yes. it felt like a living world i don't like these in the corner completely self-contained stories that involve only two yep. to three NPCs and that's it. I want the world affected. I want everybody involved on some level. And you started to see the narrative team kind of take shape that last year because you started to get more players. You started to see, uh, and I like that. They keep that momentum going. I, I want that on the, I'm going to be hard on them on the story. If the story does not deliver they can't uh, ooga booga, cock. Thank you. Cannot they don't ooga booga, booga me. <laughs> we don't have problems. If, uh, if, uh, if longtime listeners will understand this, but mm -hmm. uh, Cog and I have a mutual disdain for this tactic that Bungie employs, where they claim that something's going to be like this insidious, like oh, Sabathun's going to like work her way and she's got a master plan and all that stuff, and then when it comes time to pay the piper. Uh, all of a sudden the monster just pops up and goes ooga booga and then you kill it and then that's the end of the encounter and you're like okay yeah. so it wasn't really worth all it's, that it's almost up. like, like Sam sort of... in the hallway of I just got done watching Lord of the Rings so it's like Sam mm -hmm. in the last one when he's trying to free Frodo from the orcs towards the end when he's the, the shadows like screaming he's walking up the yeah. stairs and they're like oh and then he pops out and it's like it's a hobbit what are you doing to me like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah because I mean pressure. that Oryx is the only one of the few who's done that. Oryx is yes. one of the few ones who's gone. Regicide was cool, but when you're not done with me, I'm massive. Like mm -hmm. when he was in it, and that's yeah. that's kind of, that's about the only one I can remember. And I think that's why that is so highly renowned. Forsaken, Last Wish is probably the other yeah. style. So again, it's and like this every other. So again, if Savathun can have one of those kind of moments, mm -hmm. some big Last Wish. Ahamkara or Oryx in his throne world, whatever's in this pyramid ship or story, right. something along those levels, as you said, not the Ooga Booga. Here's a fallen captain. Here's a fallen and, captain. And the remnants of the the completion. Like remember we had taken war moment, things still going on. We had yo, Forsaken. Okay. 
now we've unlocked the dreaming city. Oh yep. my God, what is this? Right? Like, like that's why what Travis is saying is so key. Like, what else are they holding on to? Because you need also those moments to bring the wonder and joy. Because if it's just Ooga booga. <laughs> like yeah. we are gonna be disgusted. People yep. are gonna be like, "You made me wait all these years to do that." And like I said, the ooga booga. And don't hiya savatun. Don't come in there. And we 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 zol. Remember zol? Oh Remember yeah. That? Yeah. Hive god, worm god, gone. Zol was the ultimate ooga booga. That yeah. was the ultimate that was ooga like, booga. <laughs> I mean, that yeah, was there. That, that was like a seasonal level. So it's like, but again, you're we just killed a worm god, and I'm like, really. Scale wasn't bad. Just in shot him in the face a few times and he's done in a strike. And you're like, oh. In a strike. Murdered him. Got him out of there. Yep. Like, come on now. I think they've learned. I, 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 I'm hoping. I do, I, yeah. I, I, I think we've, we're past that Ooga Booga stage, those old days, and hopefully the better days are coming. I agree, Cog. Mm -hmm. I agree that, we're, that they've learned. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that their capacity has changed. Good point. To provide the Good types point. of experiences that Good they point. want. It's valid. In fact, it's gotten harder on them. They're working yeah. with a smaller team, smaller budget. And I feel like sometimes their eyes are bigger than their stomach. Yes. Creatively speaking, where they'll build up this thing. And then when it's time to actually deliver, they can, you know, they strip down ideas of mm -hmm. things get taken out of the game or they get pushed into a different thing. And um, who knows? If they're going to actually be able to do everything that they envisioned for this expansion, especially with the delay and with the fact that, you know, they're, they're working through COVID and all this other stuff. I just I'm yeah. really, really worried that this expansion is going to come out and it's going to feel like it's way too small for how long we waited and how long it's meant to sustain us. That's what forward. the pressure is, especially um, after the delay. Right. Yeah, that is a lot of they, yeah. and, 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 and the only thing I will defend them is we are a ravenous base. We eat this oh, stuff I mean, up. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we're going to burn through honest, it so fast. Mm -hmm. That is the that is the least of my worries because I get annoyed that Destiny fans are like, oh, I want to be able to play the game every hour of every day no, and have I don't. stuff to do because I'm like, I don't. I want to play I mean, other I games. Do. Like, please don't make that much you content, don't. Destiny. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. you you You're that type. Like, you want them to have so much content because you're, this is like your bread and butter, right? No, For he's me, actually I changed be able on to, it. Oh, I mean, really? Yeah, is I mean, he, he likes to live in it, but he... I mean, yeah, I it's like... I'll, it's, I'll let E speak for E. Let me no, let him know. He's like, it more than most. I mean, yeah, it's like my YouTube channel. I cover it, so I'm biased if they give us new stuff here and that type of stuff. But I also do... I'm at the point where it's like... I can get creative and come up with things for videos to a point, which, you know, everybody, you can see how stretched people are, depending on if you have vault cleaning videos that are coming out lately. Which is fine. I mean, believe me, it's actually entertaining. When you go look at my vault, it's probably tragic. But, yeah, it's like there's a point to where having... I mean, we've been talking about the seasons. It's like, you're going to make me log in for eight weeks. Don't me make me wait to week 14, six weeks later yeah, we to get the rest of the story. So it's like, yeah, it's like I'm with... Yeah. There's going to be a, gr a, a conglomerate of like, you know, six to eight weeks where it's going to be a decent amount of stuff going on. I am okay with yeah. the lulls because... At some point, I've got to play these other amazing games that I want to play. Right. So yeah. much. I, I also, so much that I, I also want to play. don't want to have. I don't want to have to play so much Destiny that I end up hating it because yeah. I've had periods yeah. in my life where like, you know, I, I think probably especially Destiny 1 Vanilla after Vaulted Blast came out and I was playing it and I was a Forever 29. I was logging on every week and I was running around this patrol areas collecting spin metal, metal. and that. I was at a point I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah. Like, I hate that I'm playing this game so much. And 
And I, I, well, I would much prefer it if I could log on and have this amazing experience and then log off and, and log back on once they've got something new for me to experience. I'm okay with the weekly login as long as it's not I have to log in for a week and play like that entire week to keep up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want to be able to play like a couple hours here and there. And right. uh, so from my perspective, if I'm critic, if I'm being a critic of Destiny, um, I don't think... Uh, lack of a long grind is going to be the thing that keeps me back. What's going to keep me back is if the game feels like it's really bare bones and you play yeah. for a couple hours in the campaign and then you're sort of going back to doing the same strikes right. you were doing before. Yeah. That right. is hard to, yes. that's hard to stomach. That's... And what I'll add on one quick thing. I'll give it to you. What will disgust me is if, what's the expression? The juice is not worth the squeeze. Yes. Where, where, where you bother yeah, me, yeah, yeah. if we do all this and these rewards ain't great and the grind is very unforgiving and it's just not a payoff, which I think they've learned from. They've been great with the, I feel with the weapons lately and, and, and for the most part managing yeah. that, but they also have to, like we talked about, they have to fill in these gaps with more interesting weapons, more new stuff, you know, half working that fine line of not balancing just the ret the retreads and bringing retreads back all the time. But I mean, in, I know Tassie's been big on this and defending them, and I do agree with it. If you look at it objectively, there is more new stuff than there is old stuff. But that's always going to be what the perception is, right? Like the perception is like, oh, you just rehashing, whatever, whatever. They still have to get on it with the new stuff and make sure that it's interesting and the content is worthwhile. That's the pressure that they're always going to be under. It's just the, 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 it's being a developer for this game called Destiny that you're always underneath that. But good, you was about to say something. No, I mean, that was kind of where I was going, but like, with regards to what comes with also, I was going to ask you guys your thoughts on, and I was going to ask kind of Travis this, we don't know the name of season 16. We're in 15 right now, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you take any of the seasonal content into play when it comes to your discussion? Because those are technically now separate purchases if you didn't do... Yeah. So it's like, we'll probably get some free activity. There's probably going to be the seasonal activity. They seem to have that cadence. Does that play... Does the free stuff play in as like a new activity for you? Where does that fall? And also as this is the season that launches with an expansion, where do you guys think this season's going to rank in the plethora of seasons we've had previously? Yeah. Um, so the, the answer to that is that when I am evaluating the expansion, I mean, I'm evaluating just the stuff that you get in that expansion. But that said, it's sort of impossible to completely disconnect that from stuff that you get from the season because the season also adds weapons and yeah. kind of overall impacts the sandbox and stuff like that. So void void 3.0, everybody's going to get presumably. And so that's, yep. you know, kind of not part of it, but is. So my question is, is the content of the expansion good? And I don't really focus on any of the stuff in the season for two reasons. One, because it's technically not part of the package that I'm reviewing, uh, even though it does definitely influence it. But the second reason is that if I was reviewing the entire season, I would have to write my review over the course of like four months right. <laughs> because yeah. uh, the seasons take forever to complete and you don't really get to see the end until the end. And by the time I, I would finish my review, uh, nobody would be able to benefit from my review. Like, oh, hey, uh, I'm going to I'm going to write a, a review of Season of the Lost uh, on February 20th. OK, well nobody's going to be able to play it right. at that point. So yeah. who's the review for? You right. know what I mean, I have to write yeah. the review as quickly as possible so that it can actually help people make decisions about how to spend their time and their money. Um, and so 
yeah, there's there's a few reasons. Reviewing seasonal games is really tricky. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think the review model is particularly It's uh, almost like a post at doing it. Uh what's right. the word I'm looking yeah. for? Postmortem? Yeah, postmortem. That's yeah. that's a better way you would do yeah. is like how what is the like, you know, a postmortem on seasonal loss? Like how did it end up once you have all the information? Mm-hmm. That yeah. almost seems more fitting that, for a seasonal a, model. That's a complete Yeah, that's a completely uh valid thing and I think that I, I really like watching videos that do that as a Destiny fan, but mm-hmm. as a review, that is not the purpose of, yeah, review, of makes a review. Sense. The purpose of the review is to say, you know, is this worth your time? Is it worth your money? And and here's what we think of it at a critical level so that you can make a decision. And that's really hard to do for a, a live service game, but I think it is important for games like Destiny that still charge you for these major expansions. Because to be honest... If Destiny just did season passes and didn't have these big annual releases that they charged you for, IGN probably wouldn't review them. Mm-hmm. We might review them if they had large uh, expansions um, that were free because right. we don't really care about the price because it, we can still say, is this game worth your time? Like yeah, that's right. a, a completely valid reason to do a review. But we don't, we're, we're not reviewing Season of the Lost, for example. And the reason we're not reviewing Season of the Lost is because it's sort of one of those things that's hard to review. The people who are playing it are already Destiny try you know lovers yeah. that are probably not looking for reviews anyway, right. and it it doesn't have a large cost associated with it either. So it's kind of just not really good content review. It's like reviewing a season of Fortnite. Like we don't right. do that. Yeah, because exactly. Who, who's who would that review be yeah. for? Right. Like it doesn't really make sense. Um, but yeah, it, it is a. It's very difficult to walk that line when you're doing a review of a live service game. And I don't think the review model is actually really well equipped for live service games, to be honest. Um, But, um, you know, I know enough about Destiny where I feel completely confident writing a review of it. If it wasn't me doing it, if I saw some dude reviewing Destiny who hasn't played since Destiny 2 Vanilla, I'd be like, bro, do not even touch it. People are going to be, people are going to be telling you, oh, that wasn't even part of this or, oh, you missed this part of the story. This went over your head. And Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, I I would, I would hate to be reviewing this sort of game if I didn't keep up with it as much as I do. You kind of have, like, it is one of those that you do kind of have to be with, within most of the time. I mean, you can look at a lot of different pieces. You can try to gather information, but if you haven't, you know, live through the moments and kind of been in the zeitgeist of Destiny. It's hard to really have a feel on where, you know, a new expansion sits. And like Black Run was saying, seasons yeah. need reviews maybe within the first week. Because like the most you could do when a season comes quick is like, how do these activities compare to the previous activities that we like? Is Sundial exactly. a fun activity? Is it rewarding? Is it worth your time? Is the yeah. system of upgrading the seasonal, you know, vendor right. NPC menu page like is that going to be frustrating or is it time gated in your face like that type of stuff imagine trying to review it that first week too e because if we did that on festival of lost we wouldn't know about the three-week rotation on the Mm. first week be it in the the shattered exactly right right? we wouldn't know we wouldn't know where the story was heading really Mm -hmm. we we haven't had our long conversations that's why it's hard that were really cool yeah it's hard yeah like all that stuff it's like you don't have any of the context some of them we probably could have reviewed that first week like sundial in my opinion that we could have just written that review the first week if we <laughs> but we didn't know that until later that that was really all that the that it yeah. had um so i i just think it's really hard to do these sorts of things i, and I think you got to pick your battles and choose which ones to review i will say this though i wish there were people reviewing the destiny expansions who had no involvement in the game prior because i feel like that's a 
really valid viewpoint for that type of player. Yeah. Imagine you're not a Destiny player right. and you want to know if it's time to jump in with, it's uh, a with transition. Uh, this expansion. My review might not help you. Yeah. My review will be from a guy who yep. has nothing in common with you. right? Yep. Like I, I play Destiny every week and my review is going to be from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think there is value in somebody yes. who does not play Destiny Absolutely. reviewing it. For that player. Um, I was so. like, and that ties, I, I honestly. Hope, I hope there's some poor schmuck out there reviewing. No, and that ties in perfectly Destiny because mm-hmm. you've got players right now, like you pretty much, you know, T-balled that segue pretty well. Yeah. So way to go. <laughs> um, New Lights. That is a thing. It's like, it's. What is the experience when somebody's like, hey, I haven't played Destiny in a while. I remember hearing about this Savathun chick somewhere in the lore. Who knows where? Let me and I can buy this deluxe. You know, I got friends who are still playing. Let me jump back in now. But again, like what? Yeah. What would the experience be like if hadn't played Destiny 2, played some Destiny 1, had some fun, had some friends that have been getting into it. They're dragging you along, dragging you along. They're like, hey, get the deluxe edition. We're in this thing for the next year. And you just log in with the deluxe edition and go. What is that experience like? Because, again, they're still missing some of the old expansions. They don't have some of that stuff in there. They're missing the Forsaken story. You can go read about it on a timeline or a, or a buy video. That would be a really interesting review mm-hmm. to do like the fresh purchase, jump in and like go hard and level. But now you got to level all the way up to try right. and get to end game, which who knows what the base level is probably going to be 1300 or something's going to be. They'll bump it all up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like new lights especially have a really weird time right now in the game as <laughs> um they literally have been held hostage in dares of eternity. And I didn't even think about this when it started, but even worse when 30th anniversary launched and I didn't under know what quite was happening until like I saw one or two things fall down on Twitter and then it became this like thing that's kind of exploded. So when dares of eternity, when 30th anniversary launched, we all booted in, but we've been playing the game for a while. So we're like, okay, cool. And here's the new activity play, you know, Zer horse and all the crazy stuff happens. You go through, it's like, oh, that was kind of fun. And you see the Zer little prize at the end. And you're like, all right, so this is the Zer activity that we saw the pictures for a brand new player right now who is 1100 power level logs in, goes straight into dares of eternity. That is 1150, 50 power levels. When you probably have blue squad, you don't even go to Cosmodrome first. You load into this first thing is power like season level one. And they are screwed, basically. You can't get through it until you beat it, right? Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. get through until you, you finish it. And then for some reason, it's been like groups of six of these new lights because <laughs> it, it like matched all their light levels together for some reason. They all got lumped in together. So you have six people who are 50 power levels under with garbage equipment in the first place trying to do this activity. And they don't even know what is going on. So what happened on Twitter recently, Even if it, I was going to say, I'll just explain like what <laughs> I was going to hap- say. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, just what happened on Twitter. The word started to get out for some of like the people who like, you know, are really deep into this community. They were throwing on like masquerade masks to drop their power level, pulling stuff out of the vault and going in as low power levels possible to match up with these people. And you'd see a level season level 526 and a season level one in the same dares of eternity. And these people are trying to drag these level ones through this activity just so they can get into the destiny, like just so they can get into destiny. That is what happened with Dares of Eternity, and that's been going on since Dares launched. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And it just, it it reinforces this idea, this theory I've had for a long time, that Destiny 
that Bungie does not think at all about new light players. Like they spend like so little brain capacity on thinking about new players that it's like not even something. And and it makes sense, right? Like if I worked at Bungie, you're around all these people that are working on the game and playing on the game and all that stuff. Like the last thing on your mind are new players. And I feel like the one group that was ever thinking about new players was Activision because they're concerned about the bottom line. <laughs> right. and they're like, how are we going to grow this game and how are we going to yeah. bring in new players? And so mm-hmm. they were probably the only devil on their shoulder going, hey, you should be thinking about how we can grow the player base and that sort of stuff. I just think it's it's crazy that this even happened. It's crazy that no one like this. This went through hundreds of people who helped make Destiny and not one of them was like, yo, this is going to be a huge problem. Imagine if you log in and you haven't played the game before. Like it's that just doesn't make any sense. Um, and what I was going to say, E, when you were describing the problem, even if it didn't match people with the same light level, even if there was like two guys and then four people that just carried them through. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play Destiny anymore. Mm-hmm. If my first 10 minutes with the game were me just getting destroyed for like 10 full minutes. So prime example of that actually happened to me because right now it's really funny because you lower your light level. I was like 1078. I like dropped it hard with the mask at zero. So it's pretty easy to get down that low. Uh, I went into one and everybody did the same thing. You'd like load in and you're seeing power level like weird power levels not 1100 exactly like weird right. and then you see somebody with the vex i'm like okay well of course you played for a little bit so like so then i got out and loaded in again and i saw one Ooh. who was level like you know dead on 1100 season rank Ooh. one i was like perfect we go in we did not even try and do the first jump he somehow got to the menu left mm. so exactly yeah, what you course. said he's like well i'm dying in here yeah. I don't, what now, granted, if you quit, you will actually go to the menu. So that's what you technically are able to do. But I also right. saw a picture on Twitter where the thing had been lasting for an hour and five minutes. There's a dares mm. timer on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a picture an hour and five minutes long that some people were in dares, I guess, who were persistent and trying to get through this thing. Or, or they just don't know. Yeah, they don't know. If you're playing Destiny, like taking out the ghost and holding Y, you might just not know that mechanic yeah. yet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's yeah. it's. I just struggle with the algorithm. Like, how did this get passed? Like, like how did making a mandatory activity at the launch of the game get past power level? Yeah. Mistakes are mistakes, but it's like, that is egregious. Like, I, I just don't understand it. Like, what happened that that you felt that this activity has to be mandatory for all across the board. But I think, and it, I don't, yeah, yeah. I was like, I think it was just their way for it to like, you know, everybody go play dares the first thing you log in so you could see it. And then you, you might get a halo weapon from doing it type thing. And then like, I get why, but again, unless you're like certain power level, or if you're a right. new light player, have but a flag to go. It to the, sh- yeah, that, I, does, exactly. that does not it seem shows, that hard. <laughs> but it's to Travis, but it shows the disconnect yes. on the new light experience. That's what this exposed. I mean, I could understand a mistake here. If they, You know what? Put it this way. If it was like what Travis said and you had a mix, right? You had some new lights, some, you know, okay. But the new lights, that's that's kind of being prioritized. They're being grouped together to just jump in there and do this impossible 
beat your head against the wall activity. And that to me is just like, wow, like that got passed. So what does that say truly about the new light experience? What does that say for a person that's coming in? This is their first experience. This is what they're going. This is literally I'm uninstalling this game. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Why am what, I here? Like, why? Like, why? Why wouldn't they just make the activity 1100 power? Right. Yeah, they do that with so many other already, things. There's, yeah. There's already a cap on how much damage you can do, right? And all players who play every week were already mm. at that. Oh, way beyond when the activity dropped. So, right. what's the what is the downside of doing that? And the fact that they didn't even it didn't even occur to them to do that means that they spend no time thinking about new light. Like that's the that's the way I think of it. I, I they, would they are love, not yeah. concerned at all. I would love players to hear what the technical reasoning is. Right? What what happened? Right? That, that's what I I just I you have to help me make sense of this. I don't get it. Like I, I, I'm not a programmer, I don't, but how is it that an activity is forced on a group of new light players and they, there's I nothing thought, really they can do to break this loop? And you're just ultimately damaging, your, you're damaging yourself, right? Yeah. You're, you're damaging your own product because this is what you want. You want the new guys to come and experience it. So it was just baffling to me. I, I, when you told me that, I like, I didn't even think it was real. No, I mean, I for like, a while, no I was way. like, what? I saw the hour. I was like, how is that happening? I did to get explained to me Bro, as well. It's like the the fact that veterans right now are putting on capes and masks yeah. to go save. They're literally going to be superheroes <laughs> in theirs of eternity Bro, for these people. We're like saving cats from burning buildings right now. And there's an initiative. That, yo, if you do it, yo, Emblem's coming out for you. Yep. Thank you for your service. Thank we you, Spider-Man. <laughs> like, like what is, what's happening? What's happening, guys? I'm trying to be it's, nice. I just well, don't Somebody understand. mentioned it as well as like, uh, I think it was New Red, like, uh, one of them the fact that there's champions in here they don't have champion oh mods you can't get mods for that you have no That's champion mods <laughs> or anything they, they, they get <laughs> they're probably trying to shoot a barrier he's putting up a wall and they're like why can't i beat this guy <laughs> it's like the bully the champions got them up against the wall you ain't leaving this activity to <laughs> override champion marches up and be like stop we got crazy. nothing what is happening? What's happening, guys? That's all. Like, you know what? If I was playing the most difficult activity of my life, <laughs> like an eleven hundred level guardian just get destroyed Troy. by these fifty powerful things, the last thing that I would want is the super sarcastic, oh, uh, sir. Uh, super like um, comedic, like yeah, ambiance, like oh doing like these jokes and stuff it's like dude he's like he's like joking and i'm like dying here i'm like suffering like read the room bungee like this is this is my vietnam and you're here like cracking jokes at me like that's the worst combination possible you know, pull it out for the loot for the, for the new lights man i i, I couldn't believe it this was this, I, bro i i didn't believe when you sent me that that i was sure i, I was like, like when, no when it, it finally sunk be. in and then today i actually logged and i was like can i because i hear actually i checked reddit more and more people are not finding them which in theory is good but like until this gets fixed like this is one of those points where like until this gets fixed they should i don't like I don't know. I don't know what you this needs fixed like literally ASAP. Like, I don't know how hard it is, but like this is priority like one because or you do what Final Fantasy did. And when you <laughs> couldn't log in, they literally stopped selling the game. Right. 
like that's one of those points where it's like, hey, can you guys like take this off the pages for a little while? Because people buying this game are not like literally do that for like a week of like, hey, whatever, a week or two for the patch. We're not selling it until we have this fixed. That would be that moment for them to say. But that's I mean, that's the thing. It's like if you buy Destiny right now. And that's what you log into. You're like, Steam, can I get a refund? The horse is not pleased. Well, exactly. <laughs> like, that's kind of one of those weird. That's one of those weird moments where it's like they need to like. I I don't know how they're going to try and spin that one in a twab, but I'm sure it's going to be some cute language from DMG, like passing yeah, the word yeah. along. De- Destiny is free. And that's the thing. They almost need to pull it down from the stores. Like as mm. Destiny is free. No. But it's like, and don't say that. Don't don't <laughs> say that. You know but I mean, but I, so this is a the, like if that's your one experience, the, that free person's not now not going to buy it. Exactly. And the other thing is that how much a thing costs has nothing to do with how good it is. Mm-hmm. There are things that cost a lot of money that are terrible, and there are things that are free that are great. Apex Legends is a free game. It's an incredibly well developed video game, and I just I, saying Destiny is free. As an as like a hand wave for anything. Oh, don't be mad. It's free. It's like, okay, well, it's not free when it comes to your time. And mm-hmm. it free is no excuse for bad game design. It's no excuse. No. This is a huge miss on Bungie's part. Like yeah. huge. You yeah. know I love them. I, but I yeah, yeah. I, man, I, would, like, I just gotta try this I mean, Doom I, Eternal DLC for Destiny. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, that's may as well be it, facing off marauders everywhere you look. <laughs> Could you imagine booting up, like, what's the strongest boss in Dark Souls? Like, could you imagine you oh, boot up Dark Souls? Oh, no. And, no, no. It's like at the boss prime, fight as soon as... Prime example. Starting way harder than Dark Souls. <laughs> prime example. Start of, like, Sekiro, which, you know, is not yes. a big deal. You're not meant to beat, like, any of those type of games. Usually you're not, say, meant to beat that first guy. You would think this is that... But then you have to reboot and you're just stuck in the same loop. <laughs> you can't get out of that like the guy. Oh, he's supposed to kill me and I'm just supposed to move on with the story or something, right? Why am I still here? This is bad. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, it's funny. It's hilarious. I, I'm dying to know. I am going to be reading that twelve with the finest comb. I want to know the technicality. What happened here? Because I, I, I li- it's the funniest thing. I, it, it's a painful and an egregious. Thing. It is yeah. absolutely hilarious that this has happened, and the fact that there is an initiative going on that people are literally suiting up and putting on masks and putting on capes to save these people. Are I think it's it's absolutely hilarious. I think it's hilarious. So, yeah. So this this was the entertaining part of the day. Yeah, that was. So I mean, it's just like. And we've talked about that before. It's like, if you want to make the, if you want more people into the game, if you want to grow, like they're still worried about trying to build content for the players they have, but I don't like, and they do really great marketing. Well, if one of those little marketing videos hits, you got to have the new player have a decent experience. And that's one of those things. Again, the new light experience, if it's banger with new light for something we don't even know about. Right. But then that would be finally a time. But it's like, uh, I think even Skillip will do like his uh, top 10 or was, yeah, it was games of the year. One of his was Destiny for him because he lives in it and he plays it all the time. But he Mm -hmm. also was like, I don't recommend this if you aren't playing it right now. Mm, So like one of one of his is like, hey, it's like I live in it. I play it all the time. It's like, so of course it's like and right now it's like great storytelling. One of the best games of the year. David, by the way, with the 999 Super Chat, thank you very much. 
not salute. Seriously, thank you. Um, but like the fact that he put it in his list with all the other games that he was playing, yet on the other side, he also said, Don't buy it. Because it's right. like I can't tell you now is a good time to get into it, but if you have been enjoying it, it's in a good place. Right. That's but let's get to that's the, a weird sentence. <laughs> let's get to the elephant in the room. It's just like historically, because of this the nature of this game, live service, ever evolving, de- destiny content vault. How can they, I'm not making excuses for them, but like, how can they truly have a starting off point for the new light to make it easy? Like, I, I don't know what they, they, they've kind of painted themselves in the corner. It's not our fault and we, that's for them to figure out. It's their game. You figure it out. It's also not a good idea. You, you don't want to put yourself in a situation where your, your player base only has opportunities to get smaller. Right. Right. Yeah. That's like if where you they don't have right way to bring in new stuff. Like if you're if it's just it's getting smaller, it means that your game has an expiration date because either your players are going to get fed up and leave or right. they're going to die in Teddy's case. Right. right? Like he's <laughs> going to be playing until he's dead. So that's his exit uh, uh, for Destiny. Jesus. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's they, they're in a they're in a spot with that. I, I want to know how they tackle that. How do you. Because clearly, we, remember, we thought Shawhan and the Cosmodrome, remember, oh, yo, this is it. They're doing it. And not so much, right? Yeah. Not still not the ideal onboarding experience. And I, I don't know what to tell new players. So it, it feels like every expansion, oh, no, no, this is the new, new way you do it. This is the new, new way. Yeah. New lights, get on, do this, do that. And it's easy. But as if we find out, you know, it, it, there's still there's still holes, there's still warts, there's still problems, and that is a challenge they got to figure out somehow. Especially if, like what Travis said, they want to you want that pyramid base to be the widest, right? And you want them to jump there. That's what, so I don't know. You got to see what they're gonna do. Yeah, I just I mean we had to talk about that one because it's just like cycling yeah, through yeah. everywhere. But I was like I I don't even it just brings up as you said it brings up more issues than anything else because you have to ask. How does it get through enough people's hands that a new light player gets screwed that bad? And it was it was even worse today. Like for the one time I saw a guy's like, cool, we can help him. Maybe if we get him to the end of that, then you know, maybe I'll get this emblem. Bailed before we even made the first little jump. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. I don't for one, don't even know if I'm gonna get the emblem, which I don't care. I was just trying to see if I could help. But two, mm-hmm. that guy just had a crappy experience. I'm like, that's yeah, that's yeah. the bad example. So yeah, yeah I don't know. Don't know, but definitely one of the fun moments in Destiny history. <laughs> no. These are the moments. I want to know what the emblem going to look like. Unbelievable! Yeah. It better look like, it better it look like the Red Cross or something. Just like yeah, Red coming Cross in and or a cape. Yeah, a little, little, little cape. Secret, something. Yeah. I want to know what that emblem going to be because we had some fun ones. We had the the one with laser the tag. Prometheus yep. lens laser tag. We had the, the the wolves running wild with Lord of Wolves yep. moment. Yeah, we got those our are a moments, couple. But yeah, yeah. This this is up there. This is up there. I was like, wow. Okay. Well, I was like, there's not a whole lot else going on this week, but I wanted to ask you guys with regards to Witch Queen main topics. What is the one you hope to see? next week and then what do you hope is the longest twab topic Trav, what'd you think so our question the question is what do you want to see in next we week's twab? They talk about in the twab next week yeah what's your okay. what's the first thing in which queen that you want them to open the box on and you peek inside and then what do you think is going to be the longest twab topic over the course of the next five or six weeks 
<clears throat> Honestly, I, I kind of hope they don't tell us anything. Personally, I, I sort of so I oh, sound see, like I know, e, I know, I know that sentiment. Yeah, you sound like E. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's it's not even that. It's like Bungie should be lauded for its amazing community management and, and how much they go above and beyond. Personally, I think talking to your fans every week as long as they do is way too often. Like it's that's so much communicating. They do communicate. Um, yeah, it's it's like that's got to be a drain. Like the fact that they are coming up with topics every week and come, like that's just supernatural in terms of like their commitment to that. Um, but I'm sort of, I kind of don't want them to pull it back too far. Like I'm not like E where I I don't want them to spoil a you know the reveal one of the biggest events in Destiny. Yeah, that. it's totally fine. Just let that go. The stuff yeah. that happens on the first mission of the game that everybody's going to ah! play—it's like the first thing that happens. <laughs> Who cares? Um, but I, I do think that, um, I do think that sometimes they overshare and overprepare us. Mm -hmm. I kind of don't really want to know exactly what to expect from the new destinations or exactly what to expect from the new raid or, you know, I want to know stuff like when it's going to drop. Yeah. Schedule. That's important. Yep. When, is, when is really all the stuff I want to know is like, when is the new sandbox going to be here? Uh, when is the raid going to drop? Give us like a timeline for like when we should be logged on and tell me what other balances you're doing before uh, the new content comes out. But in terms of like them talking about weapon crafting, just wait. Them talking about the glaives, wait. Them giving us more trailers, wait. Like I, all that stuff, I kind of just hope that they, they keep it in the black box. But uh, I know they won't. I'm sure we're going to get a couple more trailers. I'm sure we're going to get... Uh, an in-depth look on the new location and the new patrol zone or whatever. And it's going to be, I'm going to be like, damn it. I wish I didn't see that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think one thing that we kind of know from them is like, I, I know it's not trailer time just yet, but we know when that comes is on. That's one thing they do well without a shadow. It, Curse of Osiris trailer was fire. <laughs> like like one thing when it comes to marketing and, and getting that I'm not even worried about. Um, you know, to your question, what I want to see first. Um is it too early to talk about sandbox already? I feel like we just talked about sandbox. They just recently. I mean, we got talked all the thirtieth sandbox stuff, but I mean Yeah. That would be so the stuff that let me jump in because I might list off yes, a please. few things here. Um let's go. The things that I am happy to see. Void 3.0, an explanation yes. of how the switch is going to work, how mm -hmm. different supers are going to function. Is it just going to be a drop down and you pick mm -hmm. them? Uh, aspects and fragments, you're going to be getting those from mm -hmm. maybe Ikora on this one because she seems like she would, you know, be a void type. However, that works. Mm -hmm. That would be, you know, what is the menu system going to like those screenshots? That's the stuff I want to see and that mm -hmm. I'm okay seeing, as Travis said. I don't want them to explain here's the six person activity where you dunk on like i don't need to know that type of stuff granted the six person activity it's a thing it's fine we'll we'll get that one and then the seasonal activity as well we'll get another six person activity two things travis can be less thrilled about yeah <laughs> um <sighs> six person activities you're just like <sighs> go from one to another yeah dude <laughs> just like i'm not like the single one so, okay, yeah, question. Like Do you guys think it's going to be a trailer or Vidoc? I think it's time for a Vidoc. I feel it's been a minute, man. It's been a while. I don't it's know if they're going to do Vidocs anymore. 
CJ They've, left. Yeah, right? with COVID. Mm. I kind of know too much. Yeah, you know a lot. <laughs> you know a lot. What was the last Viaduct we got? I felt like that it was... That was the Beyond Light one, I'm pretty sure. Did we get a big one? We got a big one. We got the Witch Queen. The Witch Queen, they had a Viaduct. The announcement, they, they had a big one. Remember, it was kind of like... Yo, we're here, and oh, she's yeah, coming. They did. they did. Yeah, yeah. that was huge. Yeah, that was okay. Huge. So that was yeah, that was the one with like everybody coming up on stage, talking their part, mm-hmm. going oh, back oh, down. Oh, that was during the reveal event. That's true. Yeah, yeah. The reveal so event was true. huge. It was huge. Right, um, right. I mean, we're right on. The, this is a big expansion. We're on a precipice. But to to Travis's point, like that may the Vidoc may have already been, I guess, done. Kind done, of done. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. to Travis's point, because of the pandemic that might not be the cadence anymore, right? Because what that was just literally getting people in the room and, and doing all that stuff. So, yeah, it, it is. I'm, I'm curious about the rollout cadence leading up to February, the February date, how they're going to handle that. Because they got that, we do know there is a cadence of getting that hype train rolling before the kind of weeks. And then the other thing is, to be honest, like, when are we getting our... um? Or uh, what you call it, uh, Marisov, Savathun, eventual betrayal moment. Okay, thing. so that, like, that well, has to be February. Uh, I think that'll be separate, and I think mm-hmm. before that we'll get one more trailer, and mm-hmm. it'll spoil something else that we wish we didn't know. That's like big, like it'll it'll like show like Mars as a patrol zone or something like that, where we're like, oh, okay, that's confirmed. Right. That's that I think that's what they'll do. Right. Yeah, it's like my guess on like the epilogue for this season. I think I was talking with Chad or somebody about this one enough. Like, uh, because I actually had Jarv, we uh, he jumped in and we ran like a four man legend, uh, Dares of Eternity just to kind of check the four man box. Um, so we ran that one and we just sat and chatted for a while. So we were talking, me, uh, it was New Rad and Black Wings, and then Jarv, like Jarv, you guys know him. Um, we chatted for a long time just trying to figure out, and it's like, his bet was on uh, February 1st because he said February 1st. There is like some in real life. There's some, <coughs> excuse me, astrological alignment thing happening between planets or something. So he thought mm-hmm. that might be an actual cool thing to tie the alignment of the ley lines up in the game with. It would be kind of a cool mm-hmm. way to tie those two together. He said that one. If it's not that date, then my guess is obviously the week right after of the 8th, because then it's literally two weeks before, and that's kind Mm -hmm. of their two-week cadence. So it's like one of those two places basically was where I would imagine. And it would make no sense. Like, if we log in on Tuesday and we get it, then we're just like five weeks away, and then you have that little lull before you get to Witch Queen. So I think they're the Savathun chrysalis breaking open, whatever happens, has to be close to Witch Queen. If it's too far away, it doesn't make too much sense. Um like Forcado did actually say that was the stream back over for Witch Queen, but the Vidoc for Beyond Light, he said it was a month before launch. So we do Ooh. still have potential for a Vidoc in, you know, the next couple of weeks of this month. Could fit easily in there. Um, final trailer, like marketing promos, that type of stuff will be, you know, that final week trailer, as Travis said, showing me something I don't really want to see. So basically the, the e-bots don't want to see a trailer. Yes, yeah, continue. I should probably skip it. <laughs> I'll go in blind, yeah, but he can't because he. I can't because yeah. I have literally. I have I'm to in cover the same it, boat, man. I have to spoil stuff for myself sometimes. I'm like, damn it. So probably that type of thing, and then like Twab. So like next week, Forcado. It's like a, it's like, and I think I saw this too. DMG said next week's Twab will be lighter. It's okay. not going to have like a big you know weapon crafting dump in it or anything like that. So next week will be lighter. 
And date I got wise, a question for y'all too. I got another question for you. The next one would be 13th. So you got 20th, 27th, 3rd, 10th, and 17th. You have five more TWABs after next week to after next give week. us whatever we want. Like however much you want to cover. That's too many. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Question random. Um, when so they do may you not think, be that big. When do you think we get the next big... But we call them the the state of the the state of the Luke. <laughs> when do we get the state of the Luke? I mean, Luke, that y'all? would be in the if there is a Vidoc, it would be in there because the Vidoc they put together is like the interviews, like you know the screenshots of monitors that people break down. That stupid crazy stuff, like not the actual Twitch stream, but like here's the like fourteen minute video from Bungie. I mean, I get that if, part. yeah, if you're gonna get but, that one, and if you know, for if it's you know falls in that month before, couple of weeks. But I mean, the other one, I'm talking about the, that, ca- the, the I cadence. get what you're saying, Cog, but that's you. That's usually their move, though, right? Mm-hmm. They release a Vidoc, and then right after the Vidoc comes out, they do like a TWAB that has like a oh his. I, that's, hey, I'm talking oh, about like the state of the, the game from Joe Blackburn's article, yeah, and generally. Where those states tend to cadence tends to be, they break bad news first. True. Prior to a big experience to let you know, but this is why the game's going to be better, y'all. We I was generally like, tend to get. I want to know I when do you feel guys like think we get it. That. I was like, I almost feel I like think the bad news came this week. Well, with the blue lights. <laughs> I'm sorry, gang. What you say? With the what? With no, they one? they announced everything. They're vaulting. Oh, they, what, what was oh, it? I mean, that's it, been out it? for a little bit, but yeah, the the year five vaulting that that but, stuff's been out for a bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I like, I, honestly, honestly they, I think like we're... reiterate it this week though. They like said like this. This is the stuff specifically that's coming out. Okay. I haven't seen that specifically, but not saying it's not there. But I don't. Mm-hmm. You want the juice? Honestly, like I feel like a state of the game has come at like you know spring after we get an expansion, as okay. I think we're before. Really. Yeah, okay. I feel like those have been. I don't think those have preceded large expansions this close. It feels like those have come huh. either in downtimes or in other. T- I feel like they've been farther, like either. You I know, feel like, like in I the lull you, of this next season no, is where but I, I would, feel like E. They it, always break some bad news. Uh, no, I'm not saying they won't break bad news in a twa, but I don't see a state of the game coming right before Witch Queen launches because they probably want. All of because they wouldn't want to take away from Witch Queen at this point. I think okay. Witch Queen would launch. You know, you'll have the seasonal stuff going. We'll get the cadence of that. Then when you get to the low point in the season, okay. State of the game last year wasn't chosen. So, so like basically, you're saying po- your your prediction is post Witch Queen, pre little ex- little season before the next little season comes up. Yeah, it would either be after, a, a preamble yeah. to season seventeen. Or like you know, once season seventeen kind of gets make rolling. A good point. He said they give a state of the game when people. That's are what upset. I was actually going to say at one point. I was like, yeah. right now everybody's too hyped for it, so As it's like needed. Yeah, mm. I, I just know it's coming this year. I just want to know. I'm trying to get win. That's because I they always do it. What are they going to drop? All right, guys. We so made we're this sunsetting decision. exotics now. Yeah, we're bringing the sunset. <laughs> yep, yep. Hey, bro. Uh, Wait, did I can't? And then all did, the all the we, yeah. We kind of already got one with the uh, with the lengthy. Here's what Crucible is going to look like thing, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, I mean that was a but pretty sizable one. I'm talking about the 2022. One. When's the 2022 one? I, I don't think it's coming oh, right, this year. I don't think it's coming anytime soon. Okay, so you feel ease prediction for the record? Yep. When summer? When you think? 
Well, I got to figure out dates. February, if you go February, March, April, May. Maybe May, maybe either the downtime of 16 or a okay. few weeks into 17 once it's kind of rolling. Gotcha. Kind of predictions. When people are chomping. When's it coming? I guess sep September when they also announced that uh, uh, Lightfall is going to be fall of 2023. Yeah. Oh, when they, when they so delay, we get a delay, get a delay yeah. on Lightfall. That's what we're doing, yeah. guys. We're delaying it. We're cooking. I'm telling you. Guys. See, but that's the thing. They technically have to delay it. They might not delay it. They might just. They might just announce an 18 month model yeah. going forward. That's that's one thing I'm actually very curious about. When we log in, how long is season 16? Are they going to do as you said? I think you said it last week, actually, is like three, 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 three however long it takes to get that one ready. Six. Or are they going to go yeah. longer seasonal type things as well? Because mm -hmm. we also get arc 2.0 or arc 3.0, solar 3.0. I wonder if they need more time to build those things as well. So longer seasons might give the devs more time if they need like. Yeah, that's kind of always the thing. It's like log in and see how long is this season going to be? We logged into this one. It's like 100 days and we're like, all right. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be interesting. I, 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 I've been wanting to talk about that for a couple of um, last words, but I finally remembered. I was like, yeah, I'm curious what you guys think of that, because it, 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 it's become a, a routine. It's become a tradition. It's going to be a yearly tradition. We get, yeah, that big state of the game, some level of bad news is dropped. The community flips usually prior to the news, and then they have to explain themselves in this lengthy, you know, heart to heart talk with the with the base as to why and I, i'm curious to see what, what when that happens because it, it's always interesting when they when they do that so what what was the que the original question which i feel like we fell far off of sorry um oh yeah do you what do you want to see in the 12 yeah what do you want what oh, do you want to see yeah okay so if next week is light maybe next week's going to be like Here's the schedule of TWABs. Like this week's going to cover this, this week, because they've done that before too. Like tell us mm -hmm. the weekly schedule of TWABs. Right. What do you, what's, what do you want to see the most? Like, what do you want them to break down in some detail? What, what would you like to see in a TWAB? I don't even care if big or not. I mean, just at this it's going to be light. I mean, if they're already setting the stage, it's going to be light. It's going to explain what the hell happened in New Lights. Give us, if possible, a roadmap, not a full, maybe exact dates, but like, when do you plan on getting the train rolling? Like when, yeah. when these, you know, expect this. this okay. Then let me, let this? me rephrase the question. What, yes. what swab are you the most excited for? What TWAB topic over the next five or six weeks okay. is the one that you're waiting for? Like when you're like, Hey, I see this is in this date. I'm tuning it. Like, you know, I know yours is generally sandbox. Like, but yeah, what are you looking forward to the most topic wise? Either to of be honest, the conclusion of this damn season, this season too damn yeah. long. When is it yeah. over? Please, Savathun, trick Mara so we can get this going. That like, do complete the seance. And kill Mara. <laughs> complete the damn seance. Like I'm sick of seeing them seven, six, whatever them techians. Seven? Finish it. Finish yeah, the seven. witch's brew. Finish the witch's brew. Ooga booga to check out. Let's go. Do what we do. Don't ooga booga, please. <laughs> ooga booga her. Ooga. She says, ha ha, you fools. You fools. It's, I have it's, Osi you. it's Osiris. Yeah. Get Spirit it over fingers, with. Osiris. I am, I am, yo, bro, this season is the long, I mean, we, they got a delay. I get it. it. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just painful. Just like, I want this thing over okay. already. Question. That's what I need. No. Yes. 
so you want to know, your biggest thing right now is to know when this season's in. You don't even, which queen's just going to be a thing. Yes. Okay. So threads. If Travis is right and we have an 18 monther for mm-hmm. the next year ish, oh, whatever you want to call him yeah. now, the mm-hmm. year of bunch uh, Vagabonda was like 16 week, 17, 17 week season, 18 week season, 19 week season. Depending. Okay. So would you rather go three, three, three or like three, four, five, however long mm-hmm. and have somewhat shorter seasons or is this big one at the end what you prefer or is this one killing you if they do that again this is killing me i'm not gonna lie like there's a part of me that loves the fact that i was i'm away and i'm playing my other games i'm not gonna lie and say i'm not yeah but to your point i'm I'm gonna piggyback you e this system is systematically killing the momentum of the narrative it is literally destroying it you have come to a screeching halt and now it's like i forgot right so it's just like we got to get that going again in this case we given them a slight pass they did delay it we understand the delay plays a factor but they've got to figure this out because you you can't just do that's like even the walking dead when they do a mid-season finale it's what most two weeks three weeks or whatever then you're back uh, in the mid this is how long when was when was the last oh actual, seasonal beat crap you know, I don't when even was remember. it year jesus Christ. well i mean yeah, right? yeah. Uh, you know it was what like the, the thing August? is though cog i i think i think that's a problem mm. with the narrative decisions they made right. though not really the format because if they had finished the story put a cap on it and then been like all right, now, right before Witch Queen comes out, we're going to do something else that kicks off that story. It right. wouldn't be this problem. The, the reason we're upset is because they didn't finish the story they were telling. Right. And then they said, yeah, we'll finish it, you know, right before Witch Queen comes out. And that's like the frustration. So yeah. I think it's I think they could have avoided this if they would have just given us some kind of satisfying conclusion to the story they were telling and then not given us any expectation that there was going to be more story this season. It's kind of just the way they've been doing it. Yeah. That's, that's irritating. I actually, yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah. I was like, I've probably been harping on this one for weeks now, but it's like, I'm at the point to where you have, I know, but like just going forward for the future seasons, especially if it is like Vagabondo said, if they do have, you cut out, he's muted. I touched my mic. Oh yeah. There you go. Himself on accident. Um, <laughs> If Witch Queen's year or however long it takes to get to Lightfall, if they want to do a longer seasonal model, then as you said, it's like the waiting for the final piece makes it worse. So it's like, you know, as you said, you want to play the other games. Cool. Just don't have this little bug in the back of my brain that's killing me to know. I just want to know what the last thing was. Mm. Right. Just give it to me. And then you can have the people play the eight weeks, have the fun. Drop something cool, people will come back, but don't have just the anticipation of that. And it never lives up to the anticipation. That's the bigger problem. We're going to get this yeah. thing and it's going to be like, cool, now just give me Witch Queen. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of I kind of want them to continue to do this model personally. Ooh. The reason because I do think it's helpful to have a longer gap, both I, I assume for their own production sake, right? Mm. Because they're preparing for this big expansion and they need more time. Two, to account for potential additional delays, which mm-hmm. I think there probably will inevitably be, right? And if you try to control the weeks artificially, there's a, there's a, eventually going to be some sort of break in that flow anyway. And also because I kind of like to have one long break per year where it's sort of like on hiatus. And right. they, st- they tend to stuff all of their seasonal events in there, like 
Festival of the Lost and Dawning both happened this season, right? Like there's just like a lot of kind of end of year seasonal stuff that they do that would feel a little odd if it was happening in the middle of seasons or like right at the beginning right. of a season if they're doing that old model. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of think I kind of think it's okay if they want to do it this way. I just think that to Cog and to your point, he like the story that they decided to tell is irritating because <laughs> the break is so long. They it's should so they should have just told they finished telling the story and then had no justification for why it takes so long. It's not like any of us are looking at the Destiny story and going, "Oh, why does this stuff not make sense?" We know that it's a game and some of the story right. beats don't really make sense, right? We know that they're we know that they're all justifying her still being in this crystal cocoon because they have to wait. It's not like any of us are like, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. That's been in the lore for years that right. you have to be in a crystal cocoon for six months before you can pop out. Like, that's <laughs> got to turn into a proper butterfly, butterfly or moth. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It, it, it's, it's like, just, just drop the act. Like, just tell us the story you're going to tell, and then we'll ignore the six-month break and pretend like it all makes sense chronologically. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, like, I mean, like, it no. It doesn't have to be six months in canon. Right, right. That's right. yeah. That's kind yeah. of the thing. It's like you picture, and granted, I've never played Final Fantasy like fourteen, but In Walker just dropped. It's not like people were waiting for the final chapter of the previous expansion to like yeah. finish up right like two weeks before End Walker. See how the previous one ends. It's like we've been waiting three years for that crap. What are you doing to me? Like that doesn't yeah. happen in other games, and the seasonal cadence would be the same way. I think so. It's like I think we're. I think depending on the schedule. Now, Forcado did say something interesting. He said they said in the previous state of the game last year, they want to keep the quarter one window for their DLCs because it's healthier for their team. That's fine. Which would sure. then mean it's just, you know, we're back to an annual release schedule, which if that's something they can I, keep I, up with, then, you know, more power to them. I, I just have I have zero confidence that in a year from the Witch Queen, we're going to be playing Lightfall. That seems crazy to me. It does to me, too. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't know how big the team is. I don't know what they their you know, bandwidth is for putting out content. But again, is that the time where they're like, has that been in the works for like two? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to know, know, but I think, yeah, obviously we're just all champing at the bit. <laughs> um, we are, you know, can I say one more thing about the story that's been mm -hmm. annoying me? What's sure. That? Ironically, ironically, the one guy who could have saved us from Sabathun's deception with Osiris is brother Vance, the guy that we hated. Yeah. He would have known it wasn't Osiris. He would have known. Right? He would have known that's that not guy would have sniffed it out Facts. like a truffle pig, man. Psych he would have been like, that's not the Osiris I worship. Facts. And uh, you know Big what? Facts. We all, we all, we treated him so poorly and look, look where, what look that what happened. He would have saved us the entire year. I forgot brother Vance got murdered, right? Did he get murdered? Uh, what did he do? It was something on Mercury where... I think he died. He died. Yeah, I think he, he died like yeah. something when the ship came in or he was just going to stay there. I don't remember. Yeah, he's he's Ooh. toast. I'm pretty sure. So, Well, yeah. as we hit a nice little tight two hours, we managed to fill two hours of speculation, if nothing else, and uh, stuff over the course of a time when Destiny's still not got a lot going on. But tomorrow <laughs> will be a light or next week will be a light twab, and then it's probably going to be bigger from there. Um, once I kind of get the guest schedule ironed out, you guys will see those coming up as well. So... Going to be with at least one more person here on the show with us. Join in soon, so stay tuned for those times. Uh, but as we wrap it up, um, anything else you guys want to cover? Any quick uh, jabs you want to get in before we go? Travis? Uh, Trav. 
Why do you assume I've got jabs? <laughs> I can't quite imagine I, why that would be just like my go-to for you. That's so yeah, weird. Oh, he walked know. into the Vex gate. That's right. Oh, That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't have any quick jabs. Um, I'm. Thanks for watching the show, everyone. Tell your friends about the show. Maybe they'll watch Hit it the like and then stop being friends with you afterwards. Um, uh, yeah, you can follow me on, on Twitter at TyGuyTravis. Um, you can read my reviews, previews, and articles on IGN.com. And I'm really looking forward to this year. I'm, I'm really excited about Witch Queen and, and having the opportunity to review it. I think the best thing about reviewing a game you really love is that you know it's going to force you to play it. Because <laughs> sometimes you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to have enough lifetime to do it. But mm -hmm. if you can turn to your significant other and be like, hey, this is work, honey. I'm sorry. I need to play ah, Destiny. That's a, a great thing. feeling. It's a, it's a really beautiful, beautiful thing. feeling. So, beautiful thing. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for it. Um, I also want to give a shout out to BitCast. Uh, oh, salute. Our, um, our 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 show uh sunday mornings at at uh 8 a.m pacific i think is when i agreed to wake up um yeah <laughs> uh, we we talk about lots of different stuff sometimes i convince them to talk about destiny even when they have no interest in it um and you can see me and a, a guy named ains who is a, a very stubborn uh but but bright young man and then also a um here it goes problem man named dan <laughs> <laughs> I just call him the problem man. The problem, problem man, man named that I, Dan. That I live to throw bricks at. Uh, yeah. You're like Macaulay Culkin you, on top of the apartment throwing bricks. Uh, besides moving those Oculus units. I That's see right, that. man. I'm out here, I'm out here moving. Like, there's like there's like people like posting like, I bought Oculus because Cog told me to. And I'm like, that's some influence. Where's your referral code? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you need a 10% <laughs> The Lord Cognito Oculus code. code. This is so crazy. It's been cool to see. I, I'm very humble to see people say that. Like, yo, because of you, I, I picked it up. And I'm like, wow, like that, that is insane, man. But yeah, just been, you got you know, to point to your boss. <laughs> look, look you yo, that's good. That's gonna be in a performance review. <laughs> look about yeah, units. I'm I moving units, bro. How many I'm units did units. you move this year? <laughs> that'll be bringing my presentation. But no, it's been cool, man. It's, it's seeing everybody get down and having fun with that. So that just uh, I needed the time off though. The time off, I needed it bad. I had to recharge, get rest. You know, doing so many things. It's cool. I like that. Actually, these last words have been kind of light in a way. So it's been kind of cool just to kind of just shoot it and just not not even go too crazy. I know once we ramp up, it's on, but I, I needed it. So for that, Duke has been fine. So getting back into that. And then ILP returns this Sunday. We will be Tell Ains. We will be at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'll give him the space because he's like, damn, bro, you guys are 11 now. We move to 11 a.m. Eastern. We're back to our 1 p.m. King and Attic. Well, they, they, I don't have, they don't have to curse at me no more for getting up earlier. We're I'm right sorry. Back when when do you guys time. have, like, when NFL season's, like, hot and heavy, what yeah. time are you starting the podcast? Eastern. When like NFL, Eastern. When NFL is hot and heavy, we're at 11 a.m. Eastern. So that's right week one of the new NFL season. That's when we go to 11 a.m. 11 a.m. is early? Yeah. Okay. 
because the game start at 1 p.m. <laughs> the gamers, bro. Haven't you ever seen the show Up at Noon? Bro, this yes, is, Saturday. This is their I was going to be like, grow up. Addict me up at Saturday night playing whatever, 3, 4 in the morning, you know, wiping the crust out his eye the next morning. Do you understand if you go to bed at 4 in the morning, you could still get up at 10 o'clock and get 6 hours of sleep. That's more than I get half the time. 4 o'clock in the morning might be early for him. That's what I'm saying. You might want to, like, it's one day of the week, man. Like, just, you got you got obligations. Figure Gamers, it out. Gamers, bro. Gamers, bro. Young. I've seen him on the podcast, too. He won't even turn on his camera because it's 11 a.m. And he I'm, went to yeah, bed at, I like, got, 8 a.m. I'm have like, bro, you're no, doing a show. Like, what what's happened? I have yeah. no empathy for that. I've I burned both ends of the candle. It's not just, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't. I don't relate to feedback. But I'm like, it's one well, his day. His name's of the... Lord Addict. He doesn't have good impulse control. Either. I mean, fair <laughs> point. Plays the addict. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. The, we, the boy's been named for a reason. I mean, fair. <laughs> but I'm like, somebody call that boy and be like, hey, you're online at three o'clock. I'm telling the 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 power grid shut you off. Like, <laughs> shut you off. <laughs> I'm gonna we cut you off. Control, control is on him. He needs a bomb. He needs a bomb. If this uh, Xbox is on after two two a.m. on a Sunday, it will shut down until after <laughs> Iron Lord's podcast. I'm just gonna give him family control settings. <laughs> family control, IOP family control. Uh, you can you, you can only play your hours. You can only play ten hours yeah. a day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we will be yeah. back, man. Sunday, be back one p.m. Eastern. Nice. Homie Forte Boom will be on, so we'll just talk about mm. what's going on. A lot of stuff going on in the industry. Oh. I oh, forgot that we got to say this, guys. Rest in peace, E3. Oh, going oh, yeah. basically you online. Yeah. So we got to find out, GCX, what are you doing? Are you still going on? I mean, just this year, though, right? They're, they're still planning no, no, a physical bro. return for you. Oh, Lee Jason Shrye's new joint. And um, what's your man? Uh, what's that guy named? Flufferter, whatever. <laughs> Mike Futter. Mike Futter said it's an excuse. They were already canning it. They're, they're using Omni- wow, not, not that Omnicom is not serious, yeah. but I'll read the tweet because I got it ready for my notes already for ILP. He said, when they said E3 ships to online event only because of Omnicom concerns, that was the official statement by the ESA. Mike Futter said, this is spin. I've heard from sources in mid-November before Omnicron's emergence at the end of that month that the ESA has abandoned their dates for the um the Los Angeles Convention Center and then... Schreier put out a treat, a tweet prior to that saying, "Yeah, he's heard it's the end." I mean, so, I'm I'm not surprised. Event. Yeah. Like, it's I so mean, upsetting. things yeah, going. I was like, it is like it is the end of an era, legitimately. But I mean, the writing's been on the wall in the past like year and a half. The way everything's been done, too many yeah. companies don't want to go rent a space, pay all the money to the ESA. Right. Like all, like if anything, they would if things get back to a reasonable space. Microsoft could do their like I can't remember what theirs was called because I even feel like I went to one. What were their like on location ones? Fan Fest, the Fan Fest stuff. Not even, not even that, but I don't know. Either way, but like you know, Sony PlayStation Experience, they could do that one. Or and then if Xbox, like you could do that type of thing where you could get tickets and go to a Microsoft thing if they want to do their one time event, kind of like a BlizzCon. I could see those types of things maybe happening if things get back to somewhat reasonableness. But like right yeah. now, it doesn't make sense. And then the E3, people finally had a reason to bail, and they just don't see yeah. a reason to it's go it. back. And yeah, I uh, I honestly think that's a mistake. I think that the great thing about E3 is the whole industry comes together to celebrate games as one body. And mm-hmm. I think that whole segmentation of people like 
going and doing their own things and living in, in a silo is like, you don't really see other industries doing mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. like the movie industry doesn't have like separate Oscars for like universal and then, you know, separate ones for, for, uh, yeah, it's all segmented. This last point, Jason yeah, Schreier, it, I five just, hours I ago, hate it. I, he said, I, sounds I like it comes back. This, let me read this, this one, this is the one that hit me hard. He goes, uh, five hours ago after the Mike Futter tweet that I read, Sounds like E3 is all but dead. Can someone come up with an excuse to go, everyone to go to LA in June? Then he says, by the way, I 100% believe Futterfish is reporting that the ESA gave up on E3 three days ago. Over the, Otherwise, there would have been uh, dates on the website over the PR fluff piece that hit today. No way this is a knee-jerk reaction to Omicron. It's E3 throwing in the towel officially. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. I just, I think it... It's unfortunate because I think E3 did have a valuable place in the industry. And yeah, it has a bunch of problems. Like it was overpriced. The ESA wasn't always the best organization to host it. And mm-hmm. people had been pulling out for years, like EA doing EA play and stuff. But if you've ever been to E3, there's really oh, no nothing like, like it. having yeah. everyone together like and just like everyone there loves games. And you see people at Nintendo talking to people from PlayStation and, you know, Mm-hmm. They're exchanging tips and they're making connections and you know it. Uh, I'm I'm really just gonna be. But I'm, I'm gonna miss yeah. it if it never. I'm miss it. Yeah. I'm just happy I, I did go to a few and those are some of the best experiences I've ever had. You know, it, it was just a fraternity, but like you said, the centralized location and everyone, the every bit of the movers and shakers of the industry. It, yeah, it's it's. Shout out to Teddy. The IGM war rooms is one of the best. Dude, experience. it is. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, yeah. Co- covering E three sucks. I mm-hmm. I almost killed myself. Oh, it sucks when you do it. Yeah, you kill yourself. But it is so much fun. It's so yes. much fun. I'm really gonna miss it. And the last thing I'll say for the rest of Peach is um, literally, Iron Man podcast wouldn't be where it would be without E three. Like that is a big jumping off point for us going out there, growing our channel, boots to the ground. I met Ryan in the flesh. I met so many people and it spawned so many relationships that really helped IOP get to where it is. So I'm just curious. The last point I'll say is I'm curious about GCX now. I mean, clearly I'm free to go with GCX if you're doing it. <laughs> I got no things in the way now. <laughs> got so, a little extra the qu- space there. Hey, GCX, because I was mad at you. You did it around E3, but... What's the deal? Hey, if you, if yeah. there's if there's any state that won't cancel an event because of COVID, it's, it's Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's man, the only I'm, thing I'm, that gives that thing a little I'm bit of hope. Is like G triple boosted of yeah. whatever you whatever we, we I'm ready. I got my five G plus plus triple boost. <laughs> I got my Wi Fi. Yep. I got everything in me. Let's go. <laughs> Let me stop. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Man. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Well, for me, it seems like I'll be working on inscription on weird hours. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, see how that one goes, working through backlog stuff in between. I've got some bigger ones, and then I'm still just, like, dreading that week of February because, like, I want to play through Horizon Zero Dawn. That's, like, what Boy, kind of was one of my biggest ones. Oh, the screenshots, bro. You see them new stuff? Oh, dude, it looks absolutely amazing. I just can't rush that game in four days. Yeah, and if high. I start it and then play... Witch Queen and then Elden Ring's gonna call my my off time's gonna go Elden Ring, so I can't even start. I'll just probably see review scores for Horizon and know that I'll get to it later. But yeah, my backlog I got a couple things that I wanted to work on, picked up a couple little ones, and then Horizon's probably the big one that I'd like to get in. Kind of also want to do Dark Souls one, just as like a 
get me back in the mode for Elden Ring, kind of play one of the less friendly ones if possible, even though I hear two is the hardest, actually. But yeah, other than that, I think, um, yeah, pour one out for E3. You guys know where to find all the uh, awesome people. Find Travis on his Twitter or go, you know, refresh those IGN articles for some views. Get that man some love. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Iron Lord's podcast, Cognito. Apparently, go buy a quest. Drop a, just, hey, Lord Cognito sent me. Make sure you get that referral code in there. Yeah. Uh, I was told <laughs> this did come with a $20 coupon. Um, hey, a coupon. Hey, you, might get a coupon. you might get a little. And a signed email. poster of Lord Cognito himself. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to be mid-flex, though. I, I can't get just the normal yeah. one. I got to get... I'm turning up. mine into a body pillow. I'm having it. <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, so you got to get the you gotta get the flex poster for Cog. And the then flex. for me, Before you know Maddie. where to find me. Twitter, Twitch, playing Destiny, playing other random, weird, trippy games. Inscription's odd. And I'll just say that. Um, yeah. Should be should be a fun few weeks coming up, and we know next week is where it's just going to start to get a little crazier. So ramp up, Chad. You guys have been amazing. If you enjoyed the show, if you got friends, share it with them. Drop a like on the video. Leave us a good review on iTunes, on Spotify. Um, I tend to throw a little question on there actually for Spotify. You can actually drop a question into the podcast. I think I did one last week, so I want to look real fast. Um. What is your favorite year of Destiny 2? We had 14 votes, so again, Spotify is not going to get too many votes because people don't see it. Uh, 21% was year 4. 21% was year 5, which was Forsaken. Nobody voted for Shadowkeep. And then 57% 57% voted for this year. Yeah. So, really? Yep. That's surprising to me. So I will probably put another random one out there. So if you guys do listen on Spotify, feel free to check that one out. But thank you guys very much for episode number 179. January 6th, it is 20. Shout out to E. Shout out to E. He got retweeted by Joe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out your to guides. E. We yeah. got to say that before That's we go. That's right. He's Blackburn. a big star. Blackburn Big bending the knee to Ebontis, no. king of PVE, bro. Yes. Wow. The legendary Beautiful. Blackburn. What? I was very, I was yeah. kind of beside myself trying to figure out what to say to that one. But I was just what? like, it's been a while since that video came out. And he's just like, I was like, oh, thanks for using the guy. I'm like, I'm sorry, who said that tweet? So, yeah. no, he's, yeah, I was like, send him a quick DM and just said, thank you. Um, He said, you know. Yeah, seemed very nice, just quick response, but like he actually responded to the DM as well. So, no, that was that kind of magic moment. That was that was surprising. So magic moment. I, I had a magic moment, and then the luster got taken all away from it. So I'm like, I'm watching. I saw Ryan McCaffrey's timeline, and he put something out. I guess uh, John Cena has like a new movie coming out. Oh, uh, it's Peacemaker on HBO. It's a right. show. Yeah. So he's talking about it, promoting it for my GM. I'm like, all right, cool. And then he's, oh wow, you know, um. John Cena is following me. I didn't even know that. Then he gets he checks, and then I, I guess John Cena really that's like a really follow back kind of policy. So I went to go check. Oh, really? I'm like, yo, John Cena's following me too. I'm following like, you? Oh man, that's yo. amazing. Check if John Cena is following everybody. Like I, I, at this point, if he's interacting, you've crossed paths, he's following you at some point. But I just thought it was absolutely hilarious because I thought I was like, oh wow, that that's so cool. He's so special. And then I'm like, oh wow, I'm special too. But I'm like. Who else are you following, John Cena? <laughs> did you see oh, on the twenty thousand followers? <laughs> he probably got a lot. He's did got you, a did you see on the cool. other side where Gordon Ramsay was like, "What is a Twitch?" Did you see the clip? 
Yes. Hilarious. I actually, Hilarious. Well, like, I've watched Master Chef just because I like cooking and kind of seeing like amateurs like learn that type of stuff and his new one, Next Level Chef. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was like they're introducing all the new chefs for the year and his new show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's the clip. <laughs> but yeah, no then doubt. somewhere like him, he like changed his name on Twitter to like Gordon Ramsay, who doesn't know what Twitch is or something like that. There was this like <laughs> meme he had for a day, which was hilarious. So our sanity says he saw a scene of following some people from Twitch. So maybe, okay, maybe that was it. Oh, shout out to uh, Black Ronan. Happy Born Day. If that's your Born Day, brother. That, happy oh, Born Day, brother. Nice. I, see, I see a lot of people saying happy birthday to him in the chat. He's looking forward to ILP. Okay, uh, salute, bro. Salute. Good to see you in here as always. Okay, well, long intros out of the way. Thank you all very yes. much. Um, all of you guys who showed up today. We will be back next week. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. But for this time being, for this episode, it has been. The last word. The last word. <laughs> the last Wait. word. Yes. Why did we catch it? See, that's what I was like. I threw him off. I threw him off. I threw him off. Pistols up. All right. All right. You guys, we are out of here. We will see you later.